Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, kid? Nothing. How are you? I'm great, man. No problems. Good. 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 I just want you to know that you are Cano for me. Oh, thank you. You always are, but if you need a reminder, day by day, uh, I can give it to you. How's life? Good. Good. Nothing new. Uh, What'd you do last night? for you. You watch anything? No, not, uh, I don't think so. Well, I watched some more Ted. Which, oh, that's it's what got, I watched. It got, it got funnier. It. That's what I watched. It got funnier. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. I know I, you had said it wasn't. It was a little off, not quite quite uh, as funny as you'd hoped it would be. The first episode wasn't quite as funny, but it, they get there. Yeah. They get there. I thought it was, you know, he's so good at his delivery and... Uh, Ted at they, that they, party when he's supposed to be the designated driver. Yeah. <laughs> Kills me. Yeah. It's funny. When he looks at that girl and he goes, if this is a cry for help, you got the wrong guy. It's good. <laughs> dying laughing. And it's, you know, it's like live action family guy uncensored, too. Which, yeah. You know, him being able to just hearing him do right. his delivery, do it uncensored. And it's right. weird, too, because it is like a, a network show in a sense because they, they have the commercial pauses in right case here, you yeah. have Peacock with ads. So it goes to break. And right. then, you know, it comes back and like, man, the times have changed. Could you imagine yeah. if you took a time machine, went back to, I don't know, not that long, even the 90s, but certainly the 80s or 70s and said, here's what NBC has on as, yeah. you know, their new I sitcom. It was, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it, too. It's good. Well, I watched the same thing. There's not much to say about Ted. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I mean, if you like Ted, the movie. detective and those things, we can recap. But Ted is either you thought it was funny or <laughs> you don't think it's funny. Uh, and I know some people said. So they said, I can't. Uh, uh, she's like, oh, man, I've always wanted to do a shot with a teddy bear. He's like, I can't. Oh, he goes, she goes, you want a drink? And he goes, I can't. I'm driving. And she's like, oh, damn, I always want to do a shot with a teddy bear. He's like, I ain't driving yet. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. I thought even, what, was it in the first episode? Oh, or, man. Which episode does he go up to the girl's car and tell her that he has diarrhea? 
or that he had diarrhea. Oh, yeah. You know, all, I just thought that's that the first one. That kid does, I think, a, a pretty good job. You right know what here. I mean? And since Seth is the star of it, now if they had done Ted the series and didn't have Seth doing the voice, right, then right, I right. think it would be right. potentially no, something we wouldn't even need to watch. But he's the star of it. It's so, good. Yeah, I, th- I think it's good. It made me laugh. There's several scenes where it made me laugh, like out loud, like. Yeah, me okay. too. Yeah. yeah. It's like a really funny. It's like when my thinking about my dad laughing at two and a half men or something back in the right, day. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, you know, how do you laugh at these sitcoms? Now here I am yeah. laughing at this network show. And of course, I think it's like, well, it's not like a network sitcom. It's <laughs> right. edgy. It's edgy. Right. They're cussing. That's and what I'm sure talking. young people are like, dude, no, it's not. I will it's, tell you that I sat there bar. with my boys and they laughed out They loud. did. Okay. They're they like, thought it was funny too. Yeah. Right. But I will say, we're a Ted family. Right, I know. You are a Ted family. We always watch Ted at the yeah. end of Christmas. Our last Christmas movie is Ted. Yeah, so it, it was. It's, it's already a thing. If you've just been introducing it to them now, I'm curious if they're friends or fans of right. or not. I would think that boys, like I just imagine when I was in junior high, my friends and I would have loved that yeah. show, I think. You yeah, know? I think so, too. Everything, half of what was funny was it just being scandalous, but I don't know if that stuff is scandalous anymore or not because of It doesn't seem scandalous. Internet. It just seems funny. Like, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's rightfully Ted inappropriate. Yeah, that's you what I, I mean. guess that's like more what I mean. Is, I mean, it's clearly, <clears throat> I guess in today's society, it's cancelable. Yeah. But he doesn't seem to oh, care. sure. Yes, no, you're right. Absolutely. Right. It's not woke. No. Uh, and that's not just because of the cussing, but you just even the some and it's of the not like jokes. not woke, right? But it's you know, it, right? It's also not trying to take a shot at wokeism. No, by being it's not. Fox it's Nation just like hey, we're just, yeah. right. It's not doing that. No. It's just saying staying the same, 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 same yeah, level same, of humor. same stuff. Yeah, same kind of stuff that he's always done. Exactly. I agree with that. No, I think it's. Uh, I think it's. Good. No, it's not anti woke. It's just no. It didn't change. It, it, it didn't change. I was a little afraid maybe the. Humor might change, like they'd be scared about it. But yeah, because I haven't it's watched not overly offensive either. Yeah, it's just you know what you would expect if nothing changed. Certainly, stuff that would upset some college campus kids. I think you know. I mean, anything would. But when uh, that dude comes out as a furry, r- right? I mean, there was something else too that I thought. And <laughs> and the I want to make episode, love to you, Ted. He's like, <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but there was something in the new episode that I thought, oh, that's not woke. But I don't know if Family. I haven't watched recent Family Guys. But I haven't watched Family Guy. In, I don't know four or five years. Right. So I don't know if that show has stayed the same or not. I've seen people complain about it online. Uh, I watched American Dad up until uh, I watched some of the new episodes. No good, I think did too. But even that, I hadn't watched in a while. So I don't know if they've changed their tone because of the. The climate. I don't know either. I'm, I'm not aware. But Ted certainly hasn't, so that no. makes me think they didn't on no. any of those shows. But yeah, it's good. Uh, Maybe we'll have. We, uh, my girlfriend watched... Uh, when the car gets an accident, and he said, yeah. oh my God, there's a 12-year-old in your grill. And she's like, what? He's like, just kidding. But it makes this travesty seem a lot less than, than it could be. It's funny. It's, it's a funny show. <laughs> Uh, and we're not spoiling it, you know? Just, well, uh, just, random. Just I mean, there's a joke it. every 30 seconds. That's all it is. To me, I, I'm like, man, the fact that they got him, that they've got this show, is so huge for them, right? And it's probably not in anyone else's mind. But to me, I'm like, they got Seth. They got Ted. They're doing the full CGI, which has got to cost a couple bucks at least, right? To, to oh, continue yeah. to animate that bear to look that good like they did in the movies. No, it's cheaper now probably than it was when they made the movies. But still, I'm like, this is a huge win for them. Right. And then I think, dude... You are in your own little island here. I mean, it's I'm not alone. You probably think the same thing, but it's like a group of mostly dudes probably that are like, wow, I can't believe they got Ted. And there's other people going, 
God, I can't believe they're still trying to right. do Ted as right. a show. Oh. I'm hoping there's a third movie. Absolutely. Yeah. There should be if they're doing the I mean, show. They, I don't see well, why I would not. think if this does well. I don't know if people are watching it or not. What year is it supposed to be taking place? This it's is the, the 70s. Prequel? I think. Well, no, the no, 80s. no, no. It's, it's like the early 90s, right? I think it's supposed to be the early 90s. He talks about how he had his fame in the 80s. So he, he had We're all these experiments in the 80s. I know, yeah. But so it's got to be the late 80s. 90s. Okay, I was thinking it was early 90s, something like that. But uh, he talks, because he, he does reference being the bear, which I think as far well, as I can remember, they to only show the movies. They try to steal a gaming system. Mm-hmm. Which game? If, N- oh, Nintendo 64. It was a 64. Super, yeah, it was a 64. So then it's like late 90s, mid to late 90s, okay. I guess then. There you go. I That's don't know when a 64 I, came out. I don't remember how, let me probably like, I'm just going to guess 95. Mid nineties, Twitch will know for sure. People on Twitch will know when the N sixty four came out. Uh, Snow cone. I would at some point today because um. you tried to text it to me, but I, I don't understand your long text. I, I read it. I didn't just you know pass on it. Mm. But I would like Snow cone has definitely because you know, in the last couple of days we've been talking about that local story with the Chiefs fans, yeah. and um, meanwhile. Brian Koberger's mm-hmm. trial is about to happen, and nah, we kept it's saying it's not about to happen. Well, it's He's got a court the, date tomorrow, the, the next but, thing, I guess. It's yeah, supposed that's to happen tomorrow. this year, though, right? Yeah, people think that maybe 2025, 2026. What? I thought yeah. they said it was going to start in May or June. Because just, it's just going to take forever. Because just his lawyers right now, if everything goes according to plan, day. it would be like later this summer. Okay, but wow. that's probably going to get is he out on bond. No, he's in no, jail. No, he's got no bond. Yeah, he's in jail, and his lawyers have been fighting every single thing. That's the thing. Like, drop they're, these they're gonna, charges. They're going to fight this. every piece of submission. Each thing takes submissions. A, like, yeah. it's going to take a long time. So I guess he's in no rush. He's not asking for no. a speedy trial. He's, he's like no, he's, do everything he, he can. His right, but he's got a trial. He's got a yeah. date tomorrow that should tell us more. Uh, right. So the whole time we've been saying what he's he's we know that he pled uh, not guilty. Right. That he said he's not guilty. His lawyers have said he's not guilty. But what the hell is his defense going to be? Because all of this evidence that they showed us, I mean, they knew it was him when they went looking for him. Even his sister said that he was wearing latex gloves at the house while he was throwing away trash on Thanksgiving or whatever mm-hmm. it was, right? Christmas. And his, his own sister looked at him and thought, oh, my God, what if he's the one who murdered those, those mm-hmm. kids in Idaho? And keep in mind, usually when you watch these true crime things, people are like, I never could have imagined that it was someone in my family. When they accused my family member, I said, there's no way. I know my family right. member. Here's this sister who, at this point, she hasn't even heard that her brother's a suspect, and she's going, right. what Driving if he the did the white Elantra <laughs> right. from the area. All of it. Yeah. All right. of it. So what the hell is his defense going to be? And now Snowcone has been doing his research, and he says he's found uh, what he thinks, of course, he can't know for sure, yeah. what he thinks his defense might be. And it's kind of interesting, actually. Well, we'll, we'll discuss I'm it little, with I'm curious about it. Inspector yeah. Cone No one knows there. more about this story than he does. I got him the book. The uh, book about the Idaho murders. Uh, Yeah, there's been a couple, and there's one that's bigger than the other. So I'm going to say, I'm embarrassed to say this, but every time they were getting ready to say something, I knew what they were about to say next because I already know all this. I mean, he's really, really, really into this case. Why is it taking you? You hyper-focus on I'm not making fun of you, but why? I hyper-focus a lot, yeah, on certain things. And this, like, I'd say, like, probably six or seven hours last night spent. Focusing oh, on this! Wow, I was up here till like midnight just reading stuff. Wow, well, you already had part of this theory reading about before what? yesterday. Yeah, just theories, and you know, there's a lot of you know YouTube channels that are doing stuff on it, and yeah, uh, I don't know, I don't know. It's, I, I like some fat. 
I, I hyper-focus on things sometimes. Before this, it was probably the uh, the Taylor and Maddie thing. Yeah, there was something in between like there. Game oh, Joe Jonas and Sophie. And like, I, just, I hyper-focus true. sometimes. But I just felt like we were out of updates on this Idaho thing until I he goes to trial. I was paying attention to this. Right. I thought, like, oh, there's nothing left to talk yeah. about until you go to trial. But then I see really that isn't. they still keep putting his name in the news. There isn't, right? A couple times no, a week. No, I mean, there's nothing major right now. But, but I can tell that the networks are desperate for something because they will My tell you any why. piece. Why does this such a big deal like it's like we kind of know what happened i know that's kind of how i feel but people like it's not a mystery big, so big national true crime stories i guess that right. the country gets by with gabby petito we were looking for him mm-hmm. right. it was a mystery and I then it was like that. what about the parents we i understood all a few that months but then they made the arrest yeah and, but yeah. we've known i mean say no they arrested him a, a long time ago i feel like not a lot has happened since they arrested him other than they released some of the uh, uh what do you call it the paperwork what are they called indictments or pca Probable cause affidavit. The affidavits, thank you, that showed the different reasons that they Narc. thought that he was guilty. <laughs> so I'm ready for your uh, theory it's today, Snowcone. Okay. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? All right, we're going to get to Snowcone's uh, yeah. theory that he spent hours, literally thousands of hours at this point. <laughs> it is. If you spent another eight or nine hours last night, then you spent at least a thousand hours. Researching this, you had to have because you talk about it all the time. You watch these videos. I went in there one day. This was weeks ago. You were watching a video that you were pausing, and the video was like a four-hour video. So your attention span for this stuff mm. is, is pretty big. So you can definitely get singularly focused on this stuff. Yeah, and like get you deep. said, I hyper, yeah. I hyper fixate, hyper focus. Yeah. Sometimes. So we'll get to that because I do want to hear this theory. I'm interested, but I want to ask Laszlo. Yeah. How he feels about the news? I, I don't even know. I'm not even positive who died in Idaho. Well, we'll get to that. It's I a, really haven't, like, you guys keep bringing up this Coburger fellow. Three girls and one guy. Kaylee Gonzalez, Madison Mogan, Zana Kernodal, and Ethan Chapin. Okay. Yeah, he's... Three girls and a guy. He's got this totally figured out, at least up to now. I want to know, though, Lazlo, because someone just sent us, Harry, a message on Twitch saying that Jared Goff sustained a high ankle sprain during practice, which we found out not to be true. Right. But there is real sports news, and oh. that is... Your guy's leaving. How about going to the Chargers? Yeah, I saw it last what? night. I, is he? Mm, yeah. Signed a contract yesterday. Wow. Yeah, I saw it. It was like yeah. right after we left work. I mean, San Diego. Or, I'm sorry, L.A., I guess, you know. Yeah. But it, leaving he Michigan. He played there. He knows Michigan. the owners. Oh, the owners he? were the owners when he was there. Really? I didn't know that. Where last he... year he was in San Diego. Huh. Okay. Where all did he play? He Where's played the Spanish the family. Colts, right? And then. The Bears. I guess, you know what, I probably. How do you feel Diego's. about it? You Okay. That's what I want to know. Oh. He seemed okay when I texted the group. Really? I said, oh, no. And he's like, that's okay. Look at everything he said he was going to do. Well, right, but wouldn't you like to repeat? But you can't yeah. hold him to it. I really can't hold him. Like, you do, came, like, I'm not asking when he, you I'm just saying, Michigan came. When he got there, they were 5-6. and six, They lost to Rutgers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, it's taking too long for him to make the team better. Nine years. Yeah. He wins three Big Ten championships, goes to three college football playoffs, wins the national championship, Beats Nick Saban in Nick Saban's last year. Beats Ohio State three times. Yeah. What else is he going to do? Like, literally, I think we talk about guys who have that in them. Yeah. that Whatever that is that makes them professional athletes. That thing. Like, he's got that thing. There's one thing that he hasn't accomplished yet. We knew he was going. I knew he was going. Well, you cannot be it angry had to be at him. Right. It had to be the right. You, you can think, I understand, I'm not angry at him, but I'm bummed for my team. I would be angry at him if they would have left when they wanted him to leave. 
Yeah. I would have been angry at him if he would have left when they, you know, won 10 games and were close. He left with a, I mean, we won the national championship 18 days ago. So what happened? Like, he's got to be looking like, hey, you guys are going to be okay. Right? Like, hey, you got a succession in place. You've got a coordinator who coached six games this year. Beat Ohio State and Penn State while I wasn't allowed to be on the sideline. Hire him. I'll take one guy with me. Leave you the other guy. Is that what they're Figure doing? Did they well, say? there's no words about that, okay. but I think he'll take the defensive coordinator. The defensive coordinator comes from the same John Harbaugh tree, and they all coach the Ravens. So mm-hmm. Mike McDonald, who coaches mm-hmm. the Ravens defense now, he mm-hmm. was a Michigan coordinator. Okay. He was a Baltimore analyst before that, then okay. became the Michigan defensive coordinator. Once they were like, okay, you've got it figured out, come back to Baltimore. Ah, okay. Then when he went back to Baltimore, Jim hired a different Ravens defensive analyst. Oh, and he came trajectory? in. Yes, and he came in and they their defense is the Ravens defense. Okay, it's a pretty good defense. So that's what they coach. So now I think Harbaugh will take that defensive coordinator to L.A. with him. Okay, so they'll run the Baltimore defense there. And and then he'll leave. The offensive coordinator will become the head coach, and I think he'll leave everybody else. I don't think you think that's what's going to happen though. The offensive coordinator becomes head coach. You don't think they'll try? Because there are some people that could potentially talking, be well, hired. I'm talking right? about some people, but yeah, no. What about they could hire Belichick? Maybe he wants to come in and be six. Man, if they hired Belichick, I think you might actually be nervous. <laughs> uh, Pete Carroll. There's there's people that they you know. I mean, yeah, no, they're going to hire the offensive coordinator. But they're going to hire the offensive coordinator. So you're fine with it. He's happy to know against Ohio State. You're happy that he accomplished what he accomplished, and you're not worried about losing to Ohio State next year without I think maybe. Okay. But I think we might have anyway. Like, you lost, we lost, like, they're saying Michigan might have the most people drafted from a university in one year in NFL draft history. Wow, okay. You're losing a lot. Yeah. So... You know, you're losing a lot. You're probably going to be down a little bit, but keep everybody together. You figure it out. And now, next year, you got the 12-team playoff. All you got to do is get into there. You can lose three games and still get in. Yeah. So get in the 12-team playoff and you'll be all right. And see what happens. But you you said. But I'd be more worried. Oh, I'd be you band. worry about. Yeah, that, but that's the big one. It's not the end-all, be-all now anymore because we can both get in the 12-team right. playoff. Right. Okay. If you, if I'd be more worried about if I was a Kansas City fan. Well, yeah. I mean, the Chargers will certainly get better. Yeah. I guess they would probably get better with just about anyone, but they're certainly going to get better with Harbaugh, and I don't know how long it takes him to get that team to be really competitive, but probably not too terribly long. I mean, you just said, in college football, I think it could take even longer because you would have to change the whole yeah. structure. And, it's harder uh, to go out and get guys. Right, uh, but with the NFL, I, I, you can, you've seen those teams that get turned around faster, or at least, you know, this, I don't. This doesn't mean that he's going to come in and they're going to be an eleven win team next year necessarily, but they could be. Yeah, they really could be. He's just, a good coach. just with just with him as head coach, he's he's a one a, of the best coach I think I've seen in this division. I mean, someone can correct me. It seems like since everybody's been trying to catch the Chiefs, they've all been doing the same thing, which is try to catch them by out chiefing them. Get a good quarterback. Bring in Russ. Bring in wide receivers, right? Like, do all this stuff. Let's try to outscore him, outscore him, outscore him. Harbaugh's aren't going to do that. He already knows he couldn't do it against Ohio State. He's not, he's not going to try that. He, that's not his thing. He's going to come in and 
get offensive linemen and defensive linemen and run the ball. Yeah. And he's going to be like, that's how we're going to beat you. Take time of possession. Right. Away that's from how we're going to beat you. We're going to do yeah. what the Ravens do. Yeah. We're, we're going to run the ball. Doesn't mean we're not going to score a lot of points, but we're not going to be throwing the ball over the all over the field like you are. I, right. No, why we can't beat you at that. Why try and out throw Mahomes? We can't out Mahomes, Mahomes, yeah. and they're just not going to do it. Yep. Take the time of possession away. He's going to get running backs, quarterbacks who can run. Yeah. You know, well, he's got Herbert now, but he's going to, Herbert's going to, I'd be nervous if I was Herbert. Well, what do you think You're of not Herbert? Gonna, well, I think he's great, but Herbert, the idea that Herbert's going to be slinging the ball over the field, that's done. Okay. Herbert needs to learn how to do a play action pass right now. Okay. Like, if I were him, I'd be him like, okay, how do we do that? So you, how think, do we there, do that? you think there's a chance that he goes with somebody else? No, he'll okay. go with Herbert, but I think Herbert. he's going to tell Herbert, like, yeah, don't. You got to change. Yeah, this whole from the shotgun all the time thing, we're not doing that. Okay, so you feel you, you seem to be uh, handling this very well, the news that Harbaugh's leaving. How do you feel about the Lions this weekend? Since you're feeling well, okay I don't think about People are saying, we'll talk about to Twitch people, but I don't think anybody thought Sean Payton was a defensive guru. I don't know. I, don't know I think, I think they're saying people, the uh, Chiefs fans are worried when Sean Payton came to the vision and Gruden came to the vision. Oh, oh, oh. Right, but I'm saying that's not somebody who – those guys I didn't think came in to name. implement uh, an offensive line and a running game, and that's how you beat wildly explosive teams. I don't think that was what they were doing. Gruden was a quarterback guru. That's what he did. He was going to make Derek Carr the guy who could outscore the – right? Like – Sean Payton, he's a you know Drew Brees guru, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what Sean Payton well, is. I mean, I know he's. Uh, I I thought he was a really good coach. I certainly thought that he could help Denver. I thought Russell Wilson could help Denver, and they did sort of start to turn things around there. So maybe they'll be better next year. But I would put my money on just with Harbaugh being hired. I would put my money on the Chargers. All and I don't know if they can beat the Chiefs, beat. but I think that's going to be the one team where that's they're like, the "Hey, we got an beat. offensive and defensive line. That's what he's going to draft. Like we are going to get big, big, strong guys, and we are going to maul you." Yeah. Right. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to try to run. We're going to try to run three yards at a time, boys. I mean, I don't know if that works in L.A. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I think it. You know, I think it's. He's happy to go there because he likes the owners. Uh, they have a lot of people in place that can win. They have a good team. Yeah. So I think all that's people good. Would be but good. I think, like, man, to go to Chicago or something where they're not. I just feel like you know people already don't go to Chargers games. Yeah. How are they going to go to Chargers games when you're running the ball forty eight, fifty six percent of the time? Like it's not. You know, even as a Michigan fan, it's not an exciting brand of football. Well, it's a winning brand of football, right. and that's what makes it exciting. Winning, but it ain't, a, exciting. Yeah. It ain't like, yeah, yeah. hit Tyreek for 98 yards on the Wasp play. It ain't fun to watch. Yeah. But it's fun to win. Exactly. Right. Just show them that you can win, and then right. suddenly it becomes It takes fun. a while for that to kick in. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yo. Yo. Well, I guess it, it don't necessarily need Snow Cones update because I... As I'm looking at these stories today about Brian Koberger, I see John Walsh already gave his prediction. Mm. America's Most Wanted, legendary host of America's Most Wanted. He said uh, he thinks the families are going to get justice. That's his prediction. Oh, good. So there you go. Yep. I'm telling you, Lazo, they they, they look for any possible thing they can or way to put this guy's name in a headline. It, It must just be one of their most successful ways to get clicks. And I'm with you that it's been a long time since the mystery of it all kind of was settled. Mm-hmm. Like, That's oh, okay. What, I thought. Kind mm-hmm. of, what else is there to to research? It's pretty settled, right? The one thing, though, is all right. His lawyers have said he's not guilty. He said he's not guilty. What will his well, defense possibly be? They stood in silence, and then the judge entered a not guilty plea. For okay, him. Right. okay, sure. But you can tell people to do that. I'd love to do that to you sometimes. <laughs> stand in silence. Yeah, I need you to stand in silence. <laughs> but that obviously implies that he told his lawyers that yeah. he's not guilty yeah, and that yeah, he wanted yeah. to enter a not yeah. guilty plea. Snowco, stand in silence. Got it. So, and I saw people were asking you on Twitch, but. Just real quick before you get to the theory, the evidence that they do have is they knew his car. There was DNA on a knife sheath, which they later figured out was his DNA. Uh, to me, the DNA, like, that's the slam dunk part mm-hmm. because it's the knife sheath, right? It's mm-hmm. they were, they under were sta- one of the victims. Yeah, they were stabbed to death, and here's this knife sheath that was right there at the crime scene, and it's got his DNA on it. So that, to me, I mean, you're, you're, you're kind of done there unless there's – so, something that we don't know about, which of course is always possible, but what would the lawyer's defense possibly be for this guy? And right now they're doing all this procedural stuff, trying to hold it up. You know, we want to say that you didn't have the proper warrant for this. We want to throw out this DNA because you didn't put it to this lab. Stuff that lawyers are supposed to do, which is why it's taking forever. And Snowcone's saying now there might not be a trial even this year because it's taking so long. But you say you have done all these hundreds of hours of research now and you've figured out what the internet has come together somewhat collectively and said, this is probably going to be his defense. Well, I, I, mean, I would love to know what it is. I think, I mean, that's that's the only thing I can think of. Just, And I'm not an attorney, but I, if I was going to be a defense attorney, this is what I would say. Well, okay, but this is the story that we as just lay people, we don't right. know about because we've just seen the, the regular news stories. Right. And, so and the, the big discrepancy has always been, okay, so one of them, Dylan Mortensen, witnessed supposedly Brian Koberger walk through the house after the murders. And that's who's, the, like, who's, who's Dylan? Dylan? Who's Dylan? Did he live Dylan's in the one same of the surviving house? roommates. It's a girl. Oh, her okay. and Bethany Funk lived in the house. They, they both survived. How they survive? They, uh, they were in different in the rooms. rooms. Different yeah. rooms. Yeah. So he just went in one room and killed people. Two rooms. Two. Two. So they are in a room. What they do? Hide. I don't think that one even knew what was going on. Yeah, right. But Bethany, who's on the first floor, he only went second and third floors. They're Bethany both on, on the first floor. No, Bethany's on the first floor. She doesn't hear anything. Apparently. Second floor. Well, you hear people getting murdered? People thought no. that was weird. People did think that so was weird. So Dylan, second floor, hears a few things, which she said, you know, she heard, she thought 
uh, Kaylee was playing with her dog. She heard what she thought was crying. She heard what she thought was a male voice saying, it's okay, I'm going to help you. She peeks out her door like three times, and the third time she sees this guy walk by. But they're roommates. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like on a third floor and these houses are separated. No. One house. Okay. Yeah. She she opens the door, sees this guy walk by with bushy eyebrows. He's wearing a mask, and you know. Didn't she say that he made eye contact and he turned and looked at her? No. Oh, okay. She said she he had bushy eyebrows and that he was wearing all black, and that's really that's really it. Um, did the guy see her? Uh, I mean, that's up for debate. I don't know. I don't think he did personally. Okay. But, but there was speculation that maybe he did. Did she think he saw her? Either. She doesn't say. I'm not. I'm not sure. Maybe. Um, but so that was that was like at four twenty. Starting to think he's innocent. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was like four twenty a.m. So Dylan, that part was always weird. Calls the cops or someone calls the police at noon. So the big question is like, why did it take from four a.m. when she saw this guy and heard these noises until noon to call? The big thing people talk about online. There's a lot of students and a lot of parents of students who said people on campus knew about this crime like at nine a.m. and ten a.m. Like that it was all over Snapchat, all over social media. So why weren't the is there cops evidence called? of that? Not really any hard evidence, just a you lot of... You haven't seen any snaps no, or anything that were no, times... Oh, no, just a lot of people saying that they were aware of it. And there's a lot of speculation of well, whether it was there was a shooting, there was, but there was something that happened and that the campus the students, especially the Greek row people, knew about it at like 9 or 10 a.m. Now, we know for sure that Dylan didn't call the police first. She called someone else at Sigma Chi, a frat that. across the street. Who's she gone? Uh, a, a this friend, right? this guy Jack, yeah, and there's a couple different Jacks, but this guy Jack, who was like Ethan's like best friend, she called him, and he's from Sigma Chi, which is right across the street from their house. He comes over, and the cops said when they got there after twelve that there was they said a quote sea of students on the front lawn. There was a lot of people there, so, so word had spread. But we don't know if people did know at eight or nine a.m. Like I, that, that's just speculation. But they knew before the cops got there. At but least. there were some people that for sure knew before the cops got there because Dylan called them. Okay. But how many people knew? I don't know. But if I'm the defense team, I'm asking how many people walked through the house. Does Dylan say why right. she called the friend instead of the police? I mean, no, you see people stabbed. There's blood everywhere. You we think your know. instinct is to call nine one one, right? But you could also be scared. Is this person still in the house? Come help me. You know, I, I don't right. know. But for eight hours. Well, no, but if you just saw it, you don't know when it happened, right? If you she ju- saw the guy walk by with bushy eyebrows right, and she mask. might not be putting two and two together. He's got yet, a mask right? on. That's kind of what I think, but... She, you, <laughs> you're you, not putting two and two together. The guy's got a mask on. I know. I know. I'm, I'm with you. So you're not going to walk out, out of your room and check it out? You watch the dude leave it's, with a mask it's, on. It's bizarre. Well, it's bizarre. I mean, yeah, and there's you know a lot of people who have said you know online that they witnessed something horrible and they froze and went into shock. A lot of people, I mean, this, this was a party house. There are people coming and going all the time. With masks? Well, it was winter, I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. People don't wear ski masks in winter, though, like they no, used to. Unless I don't think it was a someone. ski mask either. I think it was like a COVID mask. Oh, I they thought he was, was the... wearing a ski mask, and she saw his bushy eyebrows through the ski mask. No, I always I, thought from, that's what it was. I don't, it could be, but I think what we what people agree uh-huh. is it's like a COVID that mask. That would make a lot more sense. Okay, a COVID mask. sees a guy walk out black. with a COVID mask. Yeah. Okay. Is she friends with these people? Yeah. So she said. She doesn't hear any screaming. But she hears crying. But she hears that from Ethan and Zayna's room. She could think they're having an argument and Zayna's crying. And she doesn't know and, but if she it's crying. Wait, she hears crying. She says what she thinks is crying. And a guy saying, it's okay, I'll help you. Mm-hmm. And then she looks out of her door and a dude with a mask on, COVID mask or not, whatever, mm-hmm. a mask on and bushy eyebrows that she doesn't recognize is strolling out. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't walk down there? Yeah, I mean, that, that's not shocking to me, honestly. What? It's not. 
It's it's college. It's noisy. It's they're co- drunk. This is a, they're this whatever. Is a party house. The cops been called there all the time. People come and go constantly. So you're probably used to noise, people fighting, the couples fighting, laughing, yeah. fighting, whatever. And also, even that. if she did think that, oh, my God, my friends might have just got murdered, I, I, there's a lot of people that say, well, I'm like, not saying she thinks she got murdered, but someone you heard one of your friends say, crying. even if she did, I mean, like, to go into shock and close the door That's and lock it. a long it, time, though. You know what I mean? Eight hours. Yeah, yeah, no. It's a long time. Okay, so Dylan, she's a female. She insta- now, all calling we're going off of is what her statements were and the probable cause affidavit, affidavits, which is like three sentences. So uh, there, there's there's a lot more to be said. Yeah, the cops have obviously know. asked her more, but all they've told us is these few right. statements. Right, that's, that's it. So Dylan, female, she calls her buddy across the street who's uh, at a, a frat house because all the frat houses and sorority houses are, are basically on the same street. They're, they're all around there, yeah. Uh, so she calls this buddy. He comes over to the house, sees the bodies, yeah. and he calls 911. I don't know if it was him. They haven't really said who called, but okay. that's someone else other than time. the two roommates called. Okay, and the two roommates were both female. And there was, was there's, and there was the initial call was for an unconscious person, which to me isn't weird because it, it, people talk about that and debate that. To me, it's the only other people that can declare someone dead is a doctor or a paramedic, right? So anytime there's like a nine one one call, if the person said, "Oh my God, there's four people dead here." The dispatcher can't say, hey, there's four dead bodies. What they can say is that there's four unconscious yeah. because you can't declare them dead. Yeah. Can you check to see if they so have a pulse? Say, Start giving them CPR. Yeah, they'll say that all the time. Yeah. We know it. Yeah, they'll say, give them CPR, try this. Like, check their pulse. Are they breathing? Right. And you'll be I'm like, no. The dispatcher calling out to the cops saying, hey, I think they have to say there's an unconscious person, not that there's a dead person because. Yeah, we shouldn't get hung up on that, is what you're them. saying. Yeah, I don't think okay. that's a big deal at all. Okay, so cops get there. There's already students out there. So obviously some of these students knew beforehand, but we don't know how much. And have walked through the house. Over the guy's getting railroaded for like me. Okay, so he's a hundred and twenty percent guilty. We we have to uh, condense. Sure, the, if you uh, look over the stuff. things you've already started looking over, we haven't even gotten ten minutes into your diatribe, and I'm already like, hmm. He's that yeah, girl sounds like she might be in on it. There's so much evidence that he's guilty. So what what makes them think Koberger in the first place? Uh, the white Elantra, the security They'd cameras car, that are nearby. Right? They see this it, car circling four or five times. And it, and it had been over in the area before they noticed, right? Like he other days? He had been days? to the house 12 times in the last month, okay. and 11 of which were like late at night. Okay. So they've got this so car he on knows camera, him? and they're looking for no. the car. But they had released that to the public saying, hey, we're looking for this car, right? So wait, he goes, he's, he's around the neighborhood 11 or 12 times, and he's been in the house? No. Oh, just around the house. There's no evidence he's ever been in the house. I okay. mean, other than, you know, the knife sheath. But right. that he's been there super late at night, that he was stalking Been where super late at night? At the house. But not in, in the house. Outside. Like the outside. Okay, yeah. that's where I'm getting confused. Because yeah. you keep saying he's been at the house So he lives about night. 15 minutes away, like okay. in Washington. So he's going there late at night, circling around. And they have, you know, video evidence of him driving around late at night. And that's when they place. asked us. They told the, the media, hey, we're looking for this Elantra. And we know that which we talked he about followed the Maddie on social media. We know they, they said he's messaged one of them on social media that she never responded. That he said, like, hey, how are you? Never responded. Mm. Which I think everyone kind of assumes it's Maddie. Like people, I think, generally agree Maddie is probably the target here. He probably went in just to kill her or assault her. Kaylee was in bed with her, but she had already moved. She was back in town to show Maddie her new car, so he's not expecting her to be there. He walks in, sees both of them, and kind of freaks out. When he walks downstairs, Zayna had just gotten a DoorDash order at 4 a.m. We know that DoorDash order bag was in the kitchen, so maybe she walked to the kitchen, which would have to pass by the stairway he's in. Maybe he sees her, and it's like, oh, God, she saw my face. Now I have to kill her. She runs to her room. Ethan's in the room. Like I feel like he got it got carried Ethan's away. Trying to help but he let the other girl live. He didn't see her. She he didn't see her until he's he, leaving. I don't I don't think he saw her. But I mean, but there's a chance that he did. But he was like he's freaking out now because he's, he's tired now. He's already killed so many people. He went there to kill one person, and now he's killed four. And it's like, oh my god, my plan's not going. You know. Yeah, but also on the other side, like your explanation, but also on the other side, I've killed four. Yeah, I might as right. well kill this fifth. 
right. person. Right. Like, but it's like outside, right? Because he was outside I, I the house. I don't think he saw her. I really don't think he saw yeah, her. He couldn't have if that's... I mean, if what you're saying is true, there's no way. Because you don't kill one and then go kill three more because they might have seen you. Yeah. And then go, you know what? I... I can't do the killing anymore. Yeah. Like, you're like, well, I mean, the way she a, waited. And the, at that point, I mean, if you're that guy, you're like, as many people who keep walking out in the hallway, right. I'm going to have to kill. Right. And I, 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 it's been my theory. I know, like, in the house, right by this corner, he would have to turn to go out the back door. Right. There's this bright sign that says good vibes. It's like a neon sign hanging on the wall. And it's like eye mm-hmm. level. It, it, this gets into, like, the way out of the house. But he, he would have to pass by that sign to then go out the back door. And I think that's where Dylan's room is. I think she cracked the door. He's in a dark house, just passed by this bright light in his eyes. You're not the only person who thinks turns about the, the corner way. and just they, doesn't see they, her. They've, they've theorized that, like, just based on the affidavit, she's looking out that door, and she would have been, you know, uh, perpendicular to him or whatever as he's walking out the back. Right. So she, he and might he not have seen her. He just passes by this bright sign in a dark house, and he's going outside. And his eyes are dilated or whatever. And he doesn't see her. Yeah, he just goes outside, doesn't see. And the also, I think he's panicking. Right. I know. The he's dog, probably in a hurry now. The dog's barking upstairs. Like yeah. you know that we can hear that on the videotape. The dog's barking, going crazy. <laughs> if he was only planning to kill one person, he's now he's really. I, mean, I don't mean to laugh at all this. I'm not watching the Twitch. And one, they're angry. They said this is why they tell jurors not to watch TV or listen to the radio, <laughs> no kidding. which is true. Right. And uh, and then someone else said they pinged Jared's golf phone right back. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now you got this. We've got the uh, setup. They tell us uh, this is the car we're looking for. We remember that because we talked about it at headlines on headlines at the time. Mm-hmm. Hey, they've given us the description of a car. By then, though, we think that by the time they were telling us we're looking for this car, they already was there had a an dog? idea who it was. Yeah, there was a dog. Yeah, Kaylee's dog was in the other room. What room? By Dil- itself? No, this dog's it in was, the room. It was in Kaylee's, other, Kaylee's old room. So this dog's in a room by itself? Yep, Murphy. Which Dylan Why? thought part of the noise she heard might have been them playing with the know. dog. Uh, the dog is locked in the room by itself? I don't know if it was locked or shut in the room. I don't, I don't know. But it's just sitting in the room and doesn't go to help its owner? It could be in a kennel. No, the door was shut. Like The, uh, the dog couldn't have got out. So, okay. yeah, the dog's barking. We know that for sure the dog's barking. You can hear it. That's part of why Dylan thought they were playing with the dog or yeah, something. Dylan right? Yeah, Dylan thought she was playing with her dog. And it's 4 a.m. They were out drinking you know, all night. It's 4 a.m. at a college party house as your young kids. Like, Was it was it a poodle? What kind of dog was that? I don't know. Uh, Oh, you don't remember the t- I don't know the breed. We I found can see one. him. It's okay. like brown curly. I don't know. It's okay. I thought oh, maybe dog. a doodle or something like that. It was Kaylee and Jack's dog. They had shared custody, and now Jack has him. I'm starting okay. to worry about this Kohlberger fella. So they look for his car. They tell don't. us. They- I promise you. I'm telling you. The way he's- I'm hearing it out of your mouth, I'm like, oh, boy. I'll show you some videos. Oh, boy. It's From what I can tell, he's guilty for having a white Elantra and driving up around Greek Road trying to bang a college co-ed. Yeah, and his if DNA, that's a crime, a then under a dead body, then write me up. <laughs> I've been doing that my entire life. Mine was a Beretta, but I did it for years. You have to ignore the knife sheath, though, for that. No, we haven't gotten the knife sheath. I'm telling you, as to what we have right okay, now, okay. I got Koberger living 15 miles away, yeah. driving around sorority houses late at night, yeah. trying to pick up sorority chicks. Right. And if that's a crime, message, message, color me Hitler. Not just uh, trying to pick up sorority chicks, but trying to confront a girl that's not responding to him on Instagram, right? Supposedly, well, he a, said he said they're ones. Trying to, yeah, like maybe he's been trying to reach out to her. Well, we don't know all the details for sure. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know all the details. Again, we just know that he just followed, trying to hang Koberger. No, we just know that he followed yeah, them no, on. Oh, he followed him on social media. Yeah. Oh, I hope Millen so dies. Why follow on social media? Yeah, yeah he's a hundred percent guilty. Okay. okay, well, I mean, I don't trust you to say that, okay. and I'm glad you're not a juror. Okay, so they are looking for his car. They they wait, they've wait, got wait, an idea. That's where we are. Yeah. They, so wait, wait, they get the cops get there. Mm-hmm. Well, and, we what? 
Yeah, okay, sea, no, go ahead. Yeah, because this is important. Mm-hmm. The cops get there, there's a sea of people there. Mm-hmm. You said sea, so that's, a lot. I don't know, said, hundreds yeah. or... That's what they said, I don't know. Thousands? I don't think it was thousands. Hundreds, though. Yeah, the cops said Like all sea. of Greek Dozens. Row, probably. I, I a lot know. of Greek Row, because they're saying they knew about it beforehand, so they're like, what the hell on here? picture, I'm like, maybe a dozen or so. Oh, a dozen? Well, that's oh. not C's. I didn't say C. That's what the cops said. But I, well, then the cops wouldn't use the word C's for 12, would I, they? I, I think it would be... A dozen or more, they might say a C of people because what? they're standing around. Like, why are all these yeah. people out here in front of the crime a scene? Dozen got a people, dozen people, they say a dozen. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think they use the word C. Well, I think we're getting hung up on it, but I, I don't think well, I think it's hundreds. important to see how many people are there because that just means that they can't control the crime scene. That, that, that's what I'm saying. I think the defense would be because we know for sure other people walk through the house. Right, but like there's a big difference one, between a 100%. C and a dozen. How many people are going in and out of the house? How many people know about this, right? Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. The defense would bring well, up. Well, I'm, I'm right there now with yeah. them. So we, but a C, we can only say there's a lot. Sure. A lot I mean, a C would indicate a lot, right? Right. So now the cops get there. There's a sea of people outside, mm-hmm. and they walk in, and what, what happens? And they, and they, you know, see the bodies, and doesn't they go to the crime scene? Now, and, did they find out that other people are in the house, too, though, right? Aren't there people in right, the Right, that's what I'm saying. There's people there in there. No. I, don't, there. I don't know that they walk okay. in and there's anyone else there. We know for sure other What about the roommates? Did they, the left? did they left They're already? They're out front. They're out front with the sea of people. They're out front with the other people. Okay. And I know for people. sure at least one, Jack, I'm going to need you to use the word sea, counselor. It's a sea of people. And Jack's Not a few people, not the people. Jack's the guy that Dylan called. Okay. So we know for sure he walked through the house, and I think- Who's that? He's the guy across the street that she called. Okay, right, right, right. Now, one of the guy's best friends. One of the girls. Dylan's best friends. Ethan. As a girl? No, that's a boy. And that's right. That's his best friend. I was talking about Dylan. I was talking about Dylan. Well, quit talking about it because I've got this under control. Now you're confusing everybody. (laughs) Trying to get Koberger railroaded. All right, so so, Ethan's best friend, she calls him Mm -hmm. and says, oh, my God, there's dead people here. Yeah. Right? Yeah, as far, and then, as, far as I know. Just right, and he's like, damn, happened. so he runs over. So he runs over. Which is normal. Yeah, runs through the house and sees, okay, there are dead people here. And then, and then he calls the cops, or who calls the cops? We don't know who called the cops. They just thought it wasn't one of the two roommates. The two girls. Well, wait. Well, actually, I think it was from one of their phones, but it, they said, the cops said it was from one of their phones, but it wasn't them. Okay, so it's probably him then. Probably. Most likely. Most likely. Okay. So he calls the cops. The cops show up. There's a sea of people. Mm-hmm. If they go in, mm-hmm. they designate it a crime scene, mm-hmm. and then what? They start doing their investigation. And, we didn't and their investigation leads it to, why do they get to, we're looking for a white Elantra? Security cameras nearby. And they just see a white Elantra a lot of times. Like, why does this white Elantra keep going by? Or is it that night well, they with, see a white Elantra? With Dylan's statements that, hey, it happened around this time, or this is what I heard at this time, right? And they can tell, like, okay, this probably happened at this time. So they look at security cameras around the house at that time. They see this white Elantra that circles the house about four or five times at okay. that time, and then it Do stops. they ever see a park? Uh, no, but they, there's only one way in and out of this place, and there's a camera kind of right on it. mean like it's a one-way it. street? Or? Kind of. It's, it's, it's only one How's way. How's he circling around it if there's only one way out? He's making a loop. So he, he, he goes in. Like, you really need Almost a bat, like a cul-de-sac? But he's going in. He's going around this apartment complex. He drives by the house, and then there's only like it's there's only one way out, and there's a camera right on that. But he can make a circle around it. But he can make a circle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so he he's going. He does three loops. Each take about eight minutes. Then the last one takes a while. He comes back. They see him go around again, and then his car doesn't come back on that camera where he has to leave for about seventeen minutes, eighteen minutes. So they know he was there somewhere. Cause it's only the place he could leave, and that's where they think the murders happen. So 
They then they go they back and realize that his, that his car had actually been there previous days, right? That's after they got cell phone records and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But they, that's why they start looking for a white Elantra. Okay. And so they, he becomes their number one suspect. Right. They tell the media. They find the white Elantra. looking for this they car. They the picture of him. Bushy eyebrows. Okay, let's start yeah. looking at him. By then, this yeah. point, uh, Koberger is – is this – by the time the media gets a hold of this news that they're looking for the car, is Koberger on the way across country with his dad? Not yet. It was okay. like a few days later. Then he starts driving to Pennsylvania with his dad. Okay. So uh, okay, so wait, they were so following the, him to Pennsylvania. Okay, they were they already were. All right, it. so Koberg he does the circles around. I'm just trying to recap here because he does the circles around at about the time they think they heard the dog barking, the noise. Well, the the dog and the noise that they heard would be after he was like parked. No, 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 no. But the cops picked that time within the hours that they think the crime would have happened. Right, but they're like, hey, this is when you heard noise. That's when we're checking the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Theoretically, I guess so, yeah. Okay. Also, they so, might be able yeah. to tell, uh, give an estimate at least time of death by the body's condition. I don't know how long it takes for <laughs> yeah. rigor mortis to That's what him. I'm yeah. asking. Do they do yeah. it based on the timing of what she heard? Or they think, yeah. because then you could say, like, maybe I mean, she's, what they heard was really what she thought she heard, which well, I mean, was them playing with the dog, right? She saw someone, you know, at that time walk out in the black mask. So I think she, based on that? Yeah. That's what I would assume. Okay. I, mean, I don't know. Well, I didn't know. I thought maybe like some said, like maybe they could do the time of death and that would be right. hours before or hours later. I think knows? most of it was like she said she woke up around four. She thought she heard Kaylee playing with her dog. And then, you know, a few minutes later, she sees this guy leaving the house. All right. So then they check. They see the white Elantra. Mm-hmm. It circles four or five times. They mm-hmm. don't see it park. Mm-hmm. But they say it leave the screen for too long before it, it comes was, back it around was, the next it time. It was gone and it didn't pass the only exit for like. 20 minutes or so. 20 minutes? Yeah. Do we know the time, how long it didn't pass? You said it's eight minutes to get around. The last time you see it on camera is like 4.07 a.m., then you see it leave like at 4.21 a.m. Okay. So it never comes back? No. It came back the next morning around 9 a.m. Okay, so it doesn't come back right then. Mm-hmm. So and do they know that as a time? Is it 13 minutes? I, I think they have a better idea of the time, but I know it, would, it was like 4.07 to 4.21. So it is. Like 14 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So does he have time? He has more than enough time. 13 minutes to get out of the has car, go up the stairs, kill three time. people? More than enough time. I've watched a lot of videos on that. Like, was that enough time? More than enough time. What do you think? You watch a lot of crime. 13 they try, minutes enough? They, they want to get in and out of there as fast as they can. I think it took them longer than he had planned because he didn't plan on Killing three people, people takes a minute, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Four. Well, if you've ever watched videos of people getting stabbed to death, they can also be pretty... Shockingly fast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, four, right, more than enough time. Right. There's one video the guy does, like, he has a 3D model of the house, and he puts a first-person view, and he walks through, and he puts, you know, the screen, like, here's how long, you know, he's in these rooms. And it's easily more than enough time. So, no, no, look, 13 that, that, minutes That's also, I think, the defense would say that. Four people. I, four, think, four, I mean, the defense is going to bring it up. It's that's three our, minutes a person. The defense probably say that, too. Yeah, for sure. Right? I mean, so there's at least some debate about the time. Yeah. Well, I, okay. mean, I, think, I think the defense will say that, but right. that's definitely more than enough time. I think that's easily to prove. So they know they they want to look at this car because that's the one on video that seemed the most suspicious. And then they look for cell phone records. Is that what happens? Or they realize, hey, there's a car. Like, how do they know to check his cell phone records? What's the next step? They're, the cops are just looking for any Elantra. So right. that's okay, at that so point. Wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. We've skipped over a part real quick. Because you say the Elantra leaves. They see the Elantra. They're like, okay, this makes sense to me. They're watching the time frame. They're like, damn, the same car keeps spinning around yeah. four yeah. minutes. Then it leaves. It doesn't come back. But they keep watching tape to see if they can see anything, right? And then at 9 a.m., that same car comes back. Mm-hmm. So what happens then? Does the car park? Does it just go by it? That I don't the know. The cops haven't been there yet. Yeah, that, that I don't right, know. Right, the cops haven't even been called yet. 
Yeah, that one. Like, so the the security camera footage you can actually watch on YouTube of this car pulling around four times. The one of him coming back, they they got that. I know off cell phone records. I don't know. I'm sure they had that security footage too. The same cameras that picked that up, right? But I, I haven't seen it, so I don't I don't know what he does there. But he comes okay. back for nine minutes at like nine twenty. For nine minutes, yeah. But he, it's an eight minute loop. Well, they I, might see like, it for he was nine like, minutes. He was like in that he was. The way they phrase it is that he was getting self-interception from the tower that provides reception to that house for nine minutes. Oh, okay. So they see his car, and then later... Wait, or they might they might not even see his car. Well, they might see his car. I mean, I, I assume... Well, only we don't know, but they're saying by the telephone... The, yeah. They're doing this by this cell, cell phone. But I assume, again, there's only one way in and out of that neighborhood, so I assume they probably had that on camera, too, I, but I, I just don't know. It could be in a different He could car, just be though. down the street. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Not went all the way. Yeah. Right. Okay, but they know he's close to that. Yeah, he went back, yeah, in the morning. Close to that area. We don't know if in the cul-de-sac yeah. area, though, yeah, or not. Or but not. close, right. Yeah. I okay. think the cops probably have an idea, but yeah, we yeah. don't know. Okay. So they're looking for the car. They tell the media, hey, they're looking for this Elantra. Yeah. Uh, then what? Uh, Washington University, where he was going to school, about 15 minutes away. One of the offices Washington there. University? Like, Washington. you dumb? Yeah. The University yeah. of Washington, or did he go University somewhere University of Washington. Okay. I think, yeah. So one of the cops there starts checking the registries of... So he's in Seattle? No, I thought he was at Wazoo. Wazoo. Oh, so he's yeah, at Washington was. State. Sorry, yes. my fault. No Washington problem. State. Uh, yeah, one of the cops there starts <clears> checking <throat> the registration for students that have white Elantras. Um, and again, they, they've been told, bushy eyebrows, they pull up a picture of him, they think, oh, okay... Oh, yeah. Wait, hold then, on a second. Go back again? The cop starts looking through registration for students that go to Wazoo with white Elantras. Okay, why does he go to that? Why does he go there first? It's not necessarily first. It, it, They're looking at every... It, it wasn't him. It was, a, it was just a cop that worked at Wazoo. But the cops around the area are told, keep an eye out for a white Elantra. This guy just starts checking the registration. So he's a Wazoo cop. He's like, I'll check to see if anyone around here fits the description. It's not far from where this I know. happened. I just, okay. Yeah, and they get... And also, <clears throat> a big part to remember, too, is that... So, in... Idaho and Washington, you have to have a front license plate. Pennsylvania, yep. you don't. This car didn't have a front license plate. Okay. So that's another reason they could kind of zero in on his car because it didn't could have a front Washington. license plate. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they find him, the bushy eyebrows. So it's a white Elantra, and they knew it has a Pennsylvania license plate. Yeah, so another cop. From the that, video of him driving around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so another cop at the time kind of finds his car in his apartment parking lot, sees it's a white Elantra, no front license plate. They're pulling up pictures. They see you know, what bushy eyebrows, and I think that just – you know, points so him here, to start looking more. We think we might have a guy here for yeah, right. to look at. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we have to take a break, right? But now you've kind of set up the, uh, you set up the, I guess, the murder and the initial investigation into how they're looking for Coburger. They've got the car, yeah. and they they think whoever drives this car is a pretty good suspect right now. Yeah. And you got a cop, a campus cop from Wazoo saying, hey, we got a student here that drives a car that fits that yeah. description. And he's this got guy's kind of a hero. Might want to come look for him. Which one? I mean, uh, Wazoo. I mean, yeah. oh, look, I know sure. I've been busting yeah. your balls, yeah. but if it turns out to be him, which I'm Got a little bit of doubt in my head, but... That's why we love you. If it turns out to be him, uh, I mean, this Wazoo guy didn't have to go that far. What's, like, what's crazy right? is that... They're like, hey, he's sitting at a desk, he's a campus cop. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Nobody got killed on my campus. They're yep. like, hey, this is kind of crazy, but if you see any white Elantras or something, you're like, yeah, man, keep an eye out for a white Elantra. But yep. this guy starts looking. What, what's crazy is that like, when he starts looking, like at the exact same time, a different cop spots his car in that apartment complex. He's driving around looking for white Elantras. Oh, like like a city and, he, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he spots that car at what apartment complex? At Brian's apartment complex, where he lives. Because okay. they've always told Which is back hit by Wazoo. Yes, mm-hmm. Pullman, okay, Washington. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, got it. Okay. 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 All right, so we'll take a break, and then you can give us the how they caught him and what his possible defense will be coming up, right? The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, so here we are. The murders have happened. 
They've spotted this <clears throat> Elantra on some security cameras. Sure. They're looking for the car, asking for help, and a police officer at, at the college campus of Washington State looks through uh, registrations, finds this Elantra, and says, hey, this guy might fit your description. You might want to look into this. Actually, apparently two cops. It ended mm-hmm. up being from that school. So mm-hmm. the investigators get a hold of this information, and, and that's when they start looking at Koberger. Mm-hmm. And what's next? Cell phone? So they find the white Elantra. They see that it's registered to this guy named Koberger. Mm-hmm. And then what? Do they go to his house in Wazoo? Not yet. I believe next was uh, cell phone. I think next was search warrant for the cell phone for that time okay. uh, of that night. And they find that um, he left his apartment, which is, again, about 15 minutes away, um, around like 2.50, I want to say, or something. And then he turns his phone off as he's leaving Pullman, Washington. And it turns back on around like 4.48. And it's south of the house. Which is always sus. They don't love that he, when you he turn turned your phone off and back Or on. airplane mode or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Somehow it was not reporting to the, the network. And that gets them a bigger search warrant for the last few months of his phone, and that's when they find the 12 previous trips. Okay. And then, okay, so now they got all these trips. Now they're thinking, like, this guy's our best. Now, let me ask you this. Do they go back after they find out all those trips, 15 minutes away, to Idaho, Sorority Row? Mm -hmm. Do they have video of his car being there or just his phone? Uh, I, I assume at some point they do get video because I, I, I would assume that when they find those timestamps on his phone record. But do they, we don't know if they have it or not. I don't know, but, okay. but I assume they would because, I mean, those, but we don't the, know. theoretically, those cameras are still there in the months right. previous and they could go to the timestamps and find them. But, yeah, I'm not sure. And, Lazar, just so you know, there are the, the camera footage that, that the public has, there's one camera, really, that there's actual footage of. Then there's a screenshot, which is actually a much clearer camera, and it's closer to the house. Uh, but they've only released the screenshot of that, but it is a video camera, and the police have that video. And the media suspects that they also could have other uh, footage sure. that they haven't released. So the the public only has this one video, okay. uh, and then yeah, and then the one and then the one still photo. But even with that one video that the public has, you can see the car making those loops okay. at the right time stamp, and that video is time stamped, so you know mm-hmm. exactly what time it is. So they're like, all right, this guy's got to be our suspect. Then what? You go for um, – because they don't have any de- – they're not looking – they don't have the DNA back from the sheath yet, right, to try and match Ooh, or do I'm they? Not, I'm not sure of the time there. I mean, they, they, they got the DNA back within a few days. Okay, so they rushed it, and now they're looking at – Now they do the Cobra. genealogical testing. All right, wait. So hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Because what are they testing for DNA? The He's, knife sheath. The sheath. sheath. So we skipped all over this, That's right? right? Okay, I, so during the investigation upstairs in Maddie's room – Partially under this, according to the affidavit, partially under Madison and like a quilt, they find a K-bar knife sheath, which is like standard issue for Marines, I guess. What is, and is it like a leather one? Yeah, it's like a brown leather knife sheath. Brown leather knife sheath. They okay. do. Uh, they, they look for DNA on it. They're, it's completely wiped clean except for the button snap, like underneath the button snap. So at some point, like they're guessing he cleaned it very well, but forgot that part. Okay. Or missed it or whatever. So that's when they get that DNA. They do genealogical testing. You know, What's like, genealogical testing? This is what they do now. It's all the rage since they caught the Golden State Killer. Mm-hmm. This is where they say, we've got DNA, but we don't know whose but it is. But it's not encoded. Let's see if we can test, uh, put it out there on these public databases like we're yours. See if it matches any relatives that have okay, public DNA out there. So they do that. And get nothing back. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're following him now. 
he goes to um, his dad flies out from Pennsylvania, where he's originally from. Uh, and him and Brian drive back to Pennsylvania together in the white Elantra. For the holidays, For the right? holiday, for is Christmas it, is this break. Is for Christmas break? This is for Christmas. Okay, so by the time the cops are like, this is probably our guy, uh, Koberger and his dad are getting ready to hit the road right. and go and the FBI is watching the them the whole way, okay. allegedly. The FBI is watching the whole way. In Indiana, they get pulled over twice within 10 minutes. For what? For tailgating both times. Which this is the body cam footage that we have, and I did play it for you back at the time that it came okay. out, but... Yeah, they, yeah there's, there's, it's there's suspicious. a lot of debate about whether they were these cops were instructed to pull them over. The cops said they weren't. The cops said they were out there that day stopping random cars because they're looking for drugs, like people moving in drugs. So they said the FBI didn't tell them to, but there were reports that the FBI directed them to pull them over. Um, and the and the body cam footage of these pullovers, you can see like he's very deer in headlights. You know, he's kind of looking One at his dad. Very though. friendly. The dad's like fine. Yeah, seems very you know. That's kind of conversational about like stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah, and you can tell Brian's like. Well, they pull him over two times within ten minutes. It's weird. Yeah. Or tailgating. Yep. Yeah, it seems odd. Yeah, and, and the dad isn't. No. Nope. In the second one, the dad's like, "Oh well, we just did it again." Like, yeah. that's exactly what happens. And it's it's we I mean that's why the Who's driving? So, so many conspiracies. Brian. Brian's driving. So many conspiracies that the cops must have been told by the FBI to pull this guy over. You know, just take Which a look around. Which originally there was a the weren't. FBI did. The FBI came out and said no, we didn't. The cops said they didn't. So, but a lot of people just don't believe that part of the story. It seems really odd that you get pulled over twice for tailgating in ten minutes. It also seems very Getting right. Pulled over for tailgating to begin with is right. such a rare thing. And then if you get pulled over for tailgating, that you do it again. Right, right, but you got to think. You know, if this guy is guilty of these crimes, it's, I mean, that second stop must put the fear of God into him, right? Well, he does look very nervous. That's for sure. Yeah, and this dude got but, pulled over all the time. By the way, there's other body cam footage from before the murders. This dude got pulled over constantly. But you would also think that he's like, driver. I'd like to not get pulled over. Let me make sure I don't tailgate right, or speed right. or do anything. I, it's wrong. Been ten day, ten minutes later. Yeah, yeah. it just seems. Yeah, I mean, like they, they they were told to pull him over. Come on, they had to. Have. But anyway, they officially said they didn't. Sound like a screw job to me. They officially said the FBI officially said, said they did not they instruct did, anyone. Not and the Indiana else. police said uh, it was two different apartments from the Indiana. It was like the state trooper one and one was a sheriff. Okay, they both said they were not instructed. So, but the FBI is following because their ultimate goal. Did they, here, were they at least not instructed to pull them over? Were they aware that a white Elantra would be driving through there. I, I don't know. With a suspected murderer. I don't know. Now, is, I doubt they would know at that <clears> point because the FBI is following them, so I don't think they're going to be alerting everyone else. Well, they probably could, like being well, on they, an alert they, for they a white Elantra. I would think so, right? From that book I read, they said the FBI was following them the whole time. Okay. Yeah, and the nation is looking for that Elantra, so you you, you could be suspicious. Those cops yeah. would have known that there's a bolo for this car. I mean, it, it was everywhere. Also, let me ask you this question. Is the FBI automatically involved? Uh, be on the lookout for the white Thank you. Uh, uh, Elantra. Mm-hmm. It, is the FBI automatically involved because he would have had to have come across a state line? He, he went from Washington into so. Idaho? I think so. Or is it just because it's such big national news? I know, I know they said the the uh, Moscow police called them in, like asked for oh, help. Okay. But okay. I think they would have been involved anyway. A lot of times they'll call like the state police or something yeah. when the local police But I think like because he crossed state lines, I think okay. they would have. Like automatically had to. Well, and as soon as he's on the run, or not on the run, but as soon as he's driving across the country, that makes sense to me that the FBI then gets involved. I didn't know if they were involved. But I mean, to commit the crime, he had to cross the state line. Exactly. So I think they automatically. FBI could say we do have some sort of jurisdiction here. Okay. All right. So because the FBI are the ones that are following him, it's not the marshals, and that's it's not that's you know according to this book I read, according that's that's alleged too, I guess, but we're pretty sure the FBI FBI was following him. Okay. 
So, but they do. So Brian and his dad do end up getting back to the house in Pennsylvania. And don't they live like in the Poconos? Yep. Okay. The Poconos, Laszlo. Yeah, I, like I know so little about the Poconos. I'd, I'd love to go. My whole life, I thought the Poconos was somewhere yep. in the Caribbean. They're right in the middle. And then I learned when I was like 35 that the Poconos are in Pennsylvania. I'm yeah. fascinated by that. Uh, okay, so they make it back to the home in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Now what? Are the cops staking out this house or the yep. feds? Yep, staking it out, watching and them. Do the local police know too or are the feds just doing at this? At some point they do because they're the ones that make the arrest. So at some point they do. I, I'm not sure who was involved in the stakeout. But they're waiting for him to discard DNA so they can test it, Pretty right? Pretty much, yeah. So they're waiting for some trash to be left out, yep, something like that's that. That's basically it. Now, it was said at the time that, and I mentioned this earlier, Brian Koberger, one of his sisters, mm-hmm. who one of his sisters was an aspiring actress. You can see uh, pictures of her online. They both okay. ended up working in mental health, and both of them have lost their jobs or quit their jobs because of It's crazy of this. how this – now it's like, you know, whenever there's a national story, because of the internet, everyone gets death threats. Everyone, you know, it's like, this was your sibling. This wasn't you, you know? Yeah. And yet it's, it's just – weird to make that connection. Uh, we should be surprised. I wish I was surprised, too. but I'm not. Right. You go after the parents, it's like – yeah, I don't understand that. I understand if you want to be angry at Brian, but being angry at his yeah, family, I don't get it. So, uh, but it is said that during this time, the sister thinks that her brother is behaving oddly. Now, this is All a right, big wait, national now, story. Let's go back. <clears throat> Dad and Koberger, mm-hmm. who they at least is a suspect at this time. Yeah. They don't have any DNA. They don't have. They have DNA, but they don't know whose it is. Probably person of interest, I guess. Right. Yeah. Okay. And they he gets pulled over twice in Indiana. Yep. On his way back home to Pennsylvania. Yep. He gets to Pennsylvania. Yep. Right. The dad's acted normal, from what we can tell. Yep. He looks kind of scared. They get home, right? Mm-hmm. And are people in Pennsylvania talking about this story that happened in Idaho? Yes, we I were talking. I mean, about not not nationally, but in his family. I, like, are I they aware know. of the story? Well, they were aware of it because the sister says... That's what I hey, wanted to get to because that's yeah. what you just jumped to. So no, that's, that's what I was asking. Yeah. yeah, the sister says, hey, you know, Brian drives a wide Elantra. He's from the area. Like, he's acting kind of weird. He's been wearing these gloves a lot. Like, he's taking trash out, wasn't it? She or observed trash him away? taking trash out from the family at, like, 4 in the morning, but he put it in the neighbor's trash can. Okay. So he brings it back out, puts the neighbor's trash can. He's also observed at, like, 3 a.m. cleaning his car. Like but inside when, his car, like deep cleaning his car. When was he wearing these rubber gloves in the house? I remember her saying that she saw him wearing gloves in the house, I thought. Yeah, when, she took, when he took the trash out, okay. he was wearing gloves. Okay. And so um, the cops get that trash, obviously. They see him put in the neighbors. They grab the neighbors, and they take it in, and they do the kind of the genealogical testing. They're looking for his, but they find none of his. But they find who the father of whoever left that DNA in the knife sheath Put trash in that trash bag. This is the DNA of the dad. They said this is the DNA of the dad, like 100%. How do they know that? Through the the genealogical testing. genealogical. Why didn't that come up before? Because it wasn't in like 23andMe. Well, how did they find it this time? On the trash. the trash. I'm confused. The only DNA they found in the trash was another male DNA uh, profile that the the scientist said, well, it's not your guy, but it's the guy's father. Yeah. How do they know that? That's how DNA works. It's I don't understand it either, but they Wait, can no, tell. No, 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 because I'm, I'm dumb, so I think you guys are just confusing me. There's DNA on a sheath of a knife, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay? They test that. Mm-hmm. Nothing. They run it through the 23andMe database. Right. They, nothing. They run nothing. it through the 23andMe. Nothing. We don't have anything on this guy. Right. We don't know who it is. We have some DNA, but we yep. don't have any matches for it. Yeah. 
They follow them all the way to Pennsylvania. Yep. Pennsylvania, there's a trash bag that's in the neighbor's trash that they know they put it there. Yep. They take that out. Yep. They check the DNA for that, and they, they know that that's the father of the person. Yeah. They send that to Idaho, <laughs> the state lab in Idaho. They send and they the compare those Idaho. two sets they of DNA, and they two. say, we don't know whose it is. But the father of the person lives well, This is the father. Got it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Go on now. So then they have an arrest warrant. Now they get the real warrant, right? Because now, right. before all you had was you had to go collect this DNA. You couldn't go in there and forcibly yeah. say, hey, we, we have a warrant for your DNA. Right. But now they can say, hey, we now have a real warrant. You have to give us so DNA. So now they can. The cops break in around 1 or 2 in the morning. Everyone's asleep except for Brian, who's in the kitchen, wearing shorts and a T-shirt. And he's wearing uh, latex gloves. And he's putting his personal trash into Ziploc baggies. Wow. Now, after they arrest them and they have a warrant, they get a DNA sample from his cheek, his cheek swab, and it matches the knife sheath. And then, boom, arrest, okay. right? That's it. Okay. So now you got the arrest, and now you got his lawyers. He had a temporary lawyer in Pennsylvania who said something about him not He had to have guilty. a lawyer because of the extradition. So yeah. he had a temporary public defender in Pennsylvania that was the first who came out and said what a defense lawyer would say, that he's you know looking forward to being exonerated, and he had nothing to do with it. Yeah. And then gets uh, that was just for the that was just for the uh, yeah. So what is the defense going to be according to all of your online investigations? Because that's the thing that we couldn't for for months. We were like, what is he possible? They've got his DNA. They've got the the car on camera. His cell phone records. This seems slam dunk. What possible defense could they come up with? Well, I mean, that's what I was saying. That I think there is a possibility that many people walked through that house before the cops were there this that mm -hmm. morning. There's a lot of students and parents of students saying they were aware of the, the crime before the cops were. And the cops said when they got there, they're, like they said, a sea of people. We don't know if that, how many that was, but we know for sure, 100% fact, at least one person walked through that house that didn't live there and mm -hmm. that, you know, told he wasn't the killer. Mm -hmm. We know for sure that Dylan called someone else before she called the police. Like those are verifiable facts. Right. So I would say that how do people walk through the house? Was it a lot of people? You know, and, and this we're is talking touch about, DNA. We're talking about touch DNA, yeah. so they could be transferred. Be transferred. The thing is, with touch DNA, like you could make that case if it was like on the countertop or on a couch. You know, like that would be more of an argument of like, well, that could have been transferred. Well, the touch DNA, you can say like that stuff's easy to transfer, right? But my thing is that, well, that would make sense if they found touch DNA on a countertop or the couch, like somewhere that, you know, anyone might be. The fact that they only found this, as far as we know, under the button snap of a knife sheath. Well, they didn't find it anywhere else in the house. That we know. I, I think they did. I think all they did was put in the PCA because all they have to do is lay out enough information for an arrest. I think they included that one major piece that it was under the knife sheath. There's a good possibility they found tons of DNA, but all they included in the PCA was that. Just like they might have tons of video okay. that we don't know about. I think there's way more evidence that we don't know. So give me this theory about – are you allowed or are you scared to give this theory about this possible defense that there was a fight between – so the well, that's the other thing I think the defense could raise that we know for sure the night before the murders, Ethan and Zana, who were two victims, boyfriend and girlfriend, went to a party at the Sigma Chi house across the street. Where the other guy lived. Where the other guy lived. Where Ethan lived, too. He did okay. live there. He okay. was staying with Zana that night. And there was a fight between him and another uh, fraternity member. Not physical fight, but like verbal altercation. Okay. That's, that's verified. Tons of people talked about that. There was a fight about, you know, this guy wanted... Zayna and he and Ethan didn't like each other, and there was a lot of, you know, arguing. Okay. And that they left kind of, you know, in a, on bad terms. These two frat brothers. And so there's, you know, initially I think there was a lot of suspects in that house because of that fight. Um, I, I assume the cops looked at about it, but I don't know. But I know that 
that fraternity then went on and scrubbed their Facebook page for the last like four years, scrubbed their Twitter page for the last four years. And Instagram has like one recent post up that was a tribute to Ethan. And people he was a acted like that was suspicious, but to me, that it, once you're suddenly getting national attention that you don't normally get, I could see you going like, "Hey, yeah, who knows?" Normally, what we're right, right. right. But the only thing I can see the defense saying is like, "Did you guys investigate that enough?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah. did, did you did you zero in on Brian too quickly? Did you focus on these guys at the frat party that had been in a fight the night before? But, now, was there evidence, though, that that guy that he'd been in the disagreement with had come over to the house at some point? Not that I know of. Oh. I mean, okay. I'm sure he okay. had been a point. Again, that was a party house. It was right across the street. Very good chance that guy had been there. Okay. You know. Okay. And, you know, I guess depending on what kind of it, well, probably not. I was going to say it's possible that they could have found that guy's DNA, you know, transferred, touched, right. whatever. But, again, but since party the cops house, are the ones doing the. We already know their friends. Yeah. You know. And like you said, all they have to have in those affidavits that they release is this is why we arrested them. Just we enough, have enough to show the grand jury to get a warrant. This is enough. And the grand jury goes, okay, yeah. Which that, right that's now enough. is the defense is arguing that they don't have enough and the grand jury shouldn't have had a, and had a warrant. And that's have, just basic preliminary stuff. Yeah. Any defense team is going to do that. And they all right, can have, I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. The garbage... That he took out of his house mm-hmm. and put in the neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. That garbage didn't have any of his DNA on it, only his father's, yet he took the bag over there and put it in the garbage. How's that possible? He was wearing gloves and putting his trash in. But things. none of that trash, only yeah. his father's. Mm-hmm. And we don't, and Not well, in anything. Well, there could have been other people's, like other people's DNAs. Too, but they know for sure his father's. But none of his on it no. in that bag, and when they only broke his in, father's. They found him putting his personal trash in Ziploc baggies. But he was wearing gloves, gloves when he took the he bag doing, yeah. over there? How do we know that? His sister. His sister said he was putting... And, and they were already watching him at that point. Right. He's under surveillance. So, I mean, he, that's pretty impressive that he was able to right. no keep his DNA, DNA in that bag whatsoever. That's, I mean, that's again, a pretty impressive feat, right? Because yeah. yeah. they probably had everyone else's DNA in that right. bag. And, you know, the father's and the, the fact one that, that the gloves just are nothing. Like, from yeah. no, no anything else from him on those bags. That seems... And he was. What was he at school? He was a... Uh, he was a PhD student for uh, criminology. So, uh, criminology, and he was already... He was a teaching assistant, too, which he... He already had his master's? Yes, he already had his master's. He was a teaching assistant going for a PhD. He was starting to have troubles with... Like, he was about to be fired for being a teaching assistant. And he was after the murders, but before he left. But he was already having run-ins. They were having meetings with professors of, like, you know, is this guy going to be able to figure it out? Is he going to be okay? It's like a tough time with grades and stuff? No, it's just he was having... Or a tough time teaching. What they say is run-ins with, like, the professor he was helping. Oh. That they were having, like, arguments. Okay. And that he was having meetings about, hey, it was like... I think the term was, like, norms of code and conduct for teaching assistant. Like, that he wasn't following these, so they laid out a plan, so... I think that's just going to show, like, this guy's under stress. Other than teaching, what does a Ph.D. in criminology do? Uh, Because CSI uh, employees don't necessarily – they're not Ph.D.s. Now, they could have gone to uh, school for criminology. But I'm curious what you do with a Ph.D. in criminology. I have no idea. I just know teaching assistant. Other than teaching criminology. So what's this big defense you think they're going to use? That's the only only two I can think of right now is that how many people were in the house before the cops got there, and did you investigate the frat guys enough? Those are the two that I can think of. I mean, they – Probably know way more, obviously. Well, but. the fight between the frat guys, I didn't know about. So, do they talk about it in that book? 
Is it mentioned in that book? I can't remember now. Okay. I don't think so. Because that to me seemed like something that you discovered. I know you talked about it on Twitch a little bit the other day, but that seemed like something you discovered that could absolutely be used as a what about right. defense. Did you focus? Yeah. Did you look at them enough? What about this guy? Right. We know that they were fighting. And, and we know the cops were at Sigma Chi house like, you know, within the following days. There was a lot of cops apparently, so I assume they looked at him, but and they de- and they delete their social media accounts for yeah. the most part. Yeah, and there are two guys people kind of look at from the frat that you know went private on social media. That oh really? Mm-hmm. With the one that was that got into a fight with yeah. Ethan and then yeah. some and then other his guy. Friend. Yeah, they're both named David, so it's confusing. Oh, but. so two Davids and both of them uh, kind of got off social media. They went private. Uh, oh, they went private. Okay, mm-hmm. I also thought that there was something initially to uh, Instagram. I know you said that there was like a message. Weren't they able to see who all he was following? I thought he was following multiple people at, at, in that house. I know he at least followed Maddie. Okay. And they said that he had messaged one of them. They haven't said who. I assume it's Maddie. I think she was the target personally. Didn't uh, he follow someone and unfollow them, though, like after the – or am I just dreaming that? I don't that? know. Okay. I thought there was some stuff about Instagram where they showed, you know, here's who he's following. He unfollowed. But maybe I'm dreaming that part. Uh, maybe it was just what you said, which is that they know that he messaged this person. Mm-hmm. And also, like you said, again, there could be more that they just aren't telling us. I, think I, I, I could more. have seen that on one of the cable shows, and they were saying, you know, maybe they'd done their own research mm-hmm. somehow and looked and yeah. said, look at who he's following. There hasn't been any leaks about who he messaged or followed, but um, I know we know he at least followed one of them, Maddie, and we know that he messaged one of them, but we don't know who it was. Okay, and Snowcone showed me the reenactment someone's gone out and and driven the the route that he would have taken that cobra would have taken the, around the four the, loops around the loops around yeah. this uh, apartment complex that leads by the house and where they suspect the car parked during the murder yeah and what when, did you think about that video it's interesting because when you see where the car was parked uh that spot right there he can see one of the uh, the back windows of the house maddie's bedroom yeah, yeah. so which he could have sat maddie's there bedroom, and watched her. she had a big m okay. so i mean it's he would know. So if he was stalking her, uh, or I don't know if that counts as stalking. We've been there so 12, 13 times yeah, before. If he'd been there a bunch of times and he was staking the place out. Yeah, late at night. Then he would be able to see her through that, or uh, presumably yeah. see her through that window, because he could certainly see that window from see that, that window. For and he's sure. also and again, got coverage of trees M there. in the window. Yeah, but yeah. he's got some coverage of trees yes. there, so it's not like he's just parked outside of her window yes. staring in. It's not like he's parked in front of the house if you're trying to no. uh, visualize this. It is... Almost impossible to visualize based off the pictures that they showed in the media. You kind of have to look at what Snowcone showed me, which is and showed Twitch, which was the satellite images to get an idea of. And I pointed out the if loop that wants he to did. Watch, I can, can include a link. In yeah, the include, podcast that, description include that link if you want to watch the video. We're because that about. loop, that, and I think when Lazo was asking about the loop too, part of what's confusing is if you look at the loop, three out of the four turns here. Uh, during that loop are through private property. He's going in front of an apartment complex Mm -hmm. on their private property. Then he's turning and going on this little tiny road in between these two complexes, kind of like you'd imagine at a... Uh, you know, highway motel or something going in between the buildings. An alley? Down, sort of an alley. I don't know if it would be considered an alley. Certainly, though, it's a small road. And then he's coming back in front of the other side of, I don't know if that's the same complex or a different complex, to, and then comes out eventually on this one public road. So as he's doing those loops, he's driving through this complex or these complexes, which leads you to believe the cops could easily have more video footage then they've shared because you're going to assume that in 2020, when did this happen? 2022 or did it happen in 2023? 2022. 2022. That by 2022, these apartment complexes probably mostly had some sort of security cameras. Sure. 
So, yeah. And then we also, like I said, know that there's that one still shot. And Laszlo, that still shot that they released from the video camera that was uh, closer to the victim's house, that camera is much higher quality. Mm-hmm. It's it's good quality. And even and the still the, shot. The only entrance in and out. Yeah. As far as I can tell. And the, the and still the shot that they did release, it's, a, it's at nighttime. And you can see that even at nighttime, even with the floodlights on at the mm-hmm. apartment complex, mm-hmm. it still gives you a really high quality image. Right. So and presumably we know they, they have that. And yeah, that, I mean that's that's definitely damning evidence. Yeah, so more so than we have access to. Well, there you go, Lazo. You know it all. You're the skeptic. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, you know, let's not rush to judgment. Guy I mean, those here, are the everyone. two defense things I can think of personally. I, yeah, I, there's obviously there could be a lot more. Those are the two things I can think of. How many people were in the house before the cops got there? Did you investigate the frat guys enough? Let me ask you this: if if, if they hadn't found that touch DNA, but they had seen the videos of the car. Uh, they were looking for a white Elantra. They, you know, that cop at Wazoo says, hey, we've got a student here that drives a white Elantra and has bushy eyebrows. They start looking into Koberger. You think they would have gotten him without that DNA? I'm not saying that the case would have been as easy to convict, but do you think they would have got him? Without the DNA, probably not. You think? I mean, yeah. I think they I still don't. find the Elantra. They would, I they think they still zero in on a, him, but just don't have enough. But it would be a hell of a circumstantial case. But we got your cell phone out here. Why is it out here? Why did you turn it off it's at all the time? Why are you going point. around in this circle over and over? Your car stops. And there's no I murder weapon. They, there's no bloody clothes. Yeah. When he left, you know, he went this weird way south, like into the middle of the country. Like there's nothing out there. Had his phone off for a long time. So presumably they found a shovel in his car when they impounded his car. Presumably he had buried the knife and bloody clothes but okay let's just go back to Lazo when you and i were kids uh, before dna was basically mandatory for jurors right. to want to convict i think back then they would have said this is your guy and most grand juries would have said okay yeah now that's saying that you let's pretend like you had cell phone right, data sure. back then but it's a pretty good circumstantial case the dna on the knife sheath that's that's i don't know how you fight that one but again, I don't know who else's DNA is on the night sheet. Probably no one's. There's got to be someone they, else's. They said there's no DNA at all except for that one. On the knife sheet? Yeah, which is but one other another argument people have made was, well, this crime is so bloody. How come there's right. no exactly. other DNA? Exactly. That right. doesn't make any sense. Well, they they saying, you said it was underneath her. Partially, they say it's partially underneath her and how's partially. It, how's it? Is the blood? I mean, how's right. there no DNA in it? Now I don't love this. Are they? That saying, would be where I start with. Mm-hmm. Like my first thing is like, okay, how many people got in here? Mm-hmm. And who put the knife? All right, so let me get this right. right let me just do walk you through this. This guy is some sort of crime scene expert, and we're all talking about how good he is at it, and that he was able to keep make sure that his DNA was not on a trash bag when he didn't know the FBI were looking for him. And the only DNA on this trash bag was his father's that he then walked across the street and he's inside his house putting together little pieces of his own personal trash so they can never be tracked. And you're telling me he left a knife sheet at the murder scene underneath the murder victim and you only have DNA for one person and it's his. The damn thing's never been held by anybody else. Never. Or wiped clean. Never, right? 
Well, they do heavily imply that it, he, he tried to wipe it that clean and missed but this one spot. But, then the, but come why on. leave it? Why leave it? And I know right. it's like, and by the way, it, like just leave it, right? Why are right. you leaving it? Right. Why is it only in this one spot? Well, I think he dropped it. I think it was an accident. It's just chaos. Yeah, Some people think it was say. supposed to be a calling card. I don't think. I think it was an accident. No. I, yeah. Well, I guess. There is arguments to be made for the calling card thing, but we don't get into it. I, but I, I assume that if he's going in there. And the night chief was underneath her? But none of her blood well, got on it? Again, this is according to the probable cause, they said it was partially under her, but also like under a quilt that they were laying on. So I, I, I don't know where it was at. So maybe it was under the quilt. But that's been an argument that? of like how come there's no DNA? They said there's no other DNA on it. But maybe in the chaos, oh, there's other people, the people here. Crime scene was. Well, no, no, come on. Wait, like, what do you mean? Like he wipes it down to leave it so that there's literally no other DNA underneath it except for under the button and then puts it back under her? No, like he dropped no, it. Like he dropped but it. But it's underneath her. Right. He doesn't well, see how does it. he drop it partially underneath her? There was, well, they're struggling. There's a fight. Yeah. He doesn't wipe it down in the middle of a fight. No, no he, he wiped, wiped it down before. before. He left. But he had to take it out of it. Why does he bring it with him? He's got gloves. Yeah, he's got right, gloves. Right, but then he takes it out. Mm-hmm. So he's got the gloves. He's already wiped it down before. Mm-hmm. He takes it out, kills her. Mm-hmm. Somehow this thing ends up yeah, partially underneath her, and he can't it. find it. That yeah. makes no sense. Or he sense. forgets it. I think it makes perfect sense. forget it. If you got suddenly there's other people there and you're stabbing them, and yeah. it's like, I wasn't planning on having to and take out these other people. that's another theory like that. I, you're I in personally a hurry subscribe to, to her. That takes a while to get into, but I think he panics when he couldn't find it. Of course. The dog's barking. People are you starting to move around. He's freaking out, and he, he tries to find it. So he goes back the next morning at 9 a.m., right? Was that to try and maybe find the knife sheath because he's freaking out about it? It reminds me of these cases where the person picks up six out of the seven shell casings because they couldn't find the seventh. They right. were in such a hurry, right. and they find you know some and DNA or fingerprint on the shell casing. He's freaked because always been thinking about lately is that knife sheath. He's yeah. like, I know I wiped it down, but did I wipe it down enough? You know, do they have my DNA? I don't know where the knife sheath is. They probably have it. So right. now I got to so be back extra at nine a.m. either to look for the knife sheath or to see what's going on there. Possibly he's not going to yeah, be back in the house. Yeah, if nobody had been but there, but he can check the road. You know, maybe he lost it. You know. Yeah. Sure, that, why yeah, not go in? That makes sense. I don't think he's going to in daylight. Middle of the day. I just don't think he's going to. Presumably somebody could I think he's driving that loop and just keeping an eye out on the ground. Well, and to see, like, if it's in the yard, it's somewhere the yard. between my car or where yeah. I got out of the car, into the car over here he's by these trees. He's not going back in. Yeah, then maybe I pick it up, but I can't I go into the house in daylight. I think he realized during the murders that he lost it and went back to look for it because that kind of lines up with some of the things Dylan heard about. I'm here to help you, but that, like I said, that's a whole other theory. But I think he knew he lost it and was freaking out about it. It, it does happen a lot in these cases, at least, you know, and, and the sh- shows that I watch where they do such a good job. They're so close to covering everything and they, they can't find one thing and they're paying it because they want to get the hell out of there. And they're like, or they think they've got it all and they forgot the one shell casing or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. But if it's a knife sheet, then you got to think uh, he, he was trying to get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. And if it's partially under her, he's like, where the hell is this thing? And he's thinking, I can't stay in here any right, longer. People I, keep coming in here. I've already killed all these again, people Again, I think now. he's there to kill one person. And he gets in and doesn't expect Kaylee to be there, doesn't expect a dog to be there, doesn't expect Ethan and Xana to see him. Like, like everything's going awry. And he's freaking out. And the dog's barking. And he, he can't find the sheep, but he's got to get out of there. He's, you know, he was only here to kill one person. What? Uh, he goes in to kill one person. When does he see the other that there's more people there? When he goes like in into the room. Right. And then he's like, okay, now all these people have seen me? No, I think he goes in upstairs to uh, Maddie's room. Doesn't realize Kay was there because she, she's moved. She now lives in Texas. She's only back in town just to show off her new car. He goes in and sees she's there. In and, the room with Maddie. In the room with Maddie. In bed. He kills them both. Both sleeping, we presume. He, right, and he and kills, them, kills both. them both. And then what? Then he walks downstairs and... I think personally, this is just me, that Zaina had been walking to the kitchen to put her door dash away because we know that's in the kitchen. And that she walks back and, you know, Dylan says she heard someone say there's someone here. So I think Zaina 
sees him and is like, there's someone here yelling out to Ethan. He hears that or sees Zayna and says, okay, well, now i got to do this because she's seen me and I've already just killed two people. So he goes and kills them. I think Wait, personally kills who? Zayna and Ethan. When they see him because they ordered DoorDash. I think Zayna I think it was Zayna's walking to the kitchen. We know she was and on he's t- walking by she the was kitchen. She was on TikTok at 412. We well, know after he sure. kills the two people in bed, mm-hmm. he thinks that's everybody. No, I think he knows people he, are there. At least I think thinks he's just trying I can to get, get out of here without being seen. Right. And I think because we know Zayna's on TikTok at 412. Like, we know that. So he's walking down, and I think Dylan said she heard someone say there's someone here. So I think that's Zayna maybe calling out to Ethan, who's either asleep or in bed or whatever. He either hears that or sees her, and it's like, well, now I have to kill her. So he goes into the room and kills both of them. I think at that point, that's when he's like, okay, i got to get out of here and can't find his knife sheath. I think he runs back up to try and look for it really quickly, can't find it, comes back down the stairs, and I think that's when he hears the whimpering. I think he thought he killed Zayna and Ethan, and he hears the whimpering and is like, oh, God, I didn't finish him. So he goes back, and that's when you hear the, it's okay, I'm going to help you. He's trying to keep Zayna calm, not screaming, and he says, I'm here to help you. Finishes her off and then leaves. But now, does he think everybody's dead now? I, I would assume so. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's worried about it, but I, but I would assume so. I mean, that's just, we don't know that. That's just the personal theory. I think that explains the, it's okay, I'm here to help, the whimpering, and the, I think there's someone here. And, and we don't know what all that camera that's close to the house can hear, right? Because the we camera don't. that we have from far away, people have isolated the audio and you can hear the dog barking, what you they can think is the a dog. dog barking, and you, you can, can hear, hear some thuds. Some, but, you know, it's pretty vague. It like, is. You know. And that's 300 feet away. Right. What they have is 50 feet 50 away. 50 feet away. And so, a higher quality camera, so presumably it could have higher quality audio right, as right, well. Right. So, you know, that'll be interesting to see. Now I'm angry that we have to wait a year for the trial. Now you got me You're upset, telling me, Snow man. It pissed me off. I know. Yeah. I just can't. I can't believe that there's no other DNA on that sheet. No other pe- persons? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that, that's, that's that, what's weird. I mean, it's just not. I mean, even I kind of skipped over it. You guys said he wiped it down before. But it was in there. Right. So right. unless so he around. didn't wipe it down after. No. You right. guys are like, oh, he had gloves on. and But that didn't matter. He right. killed at least two people with that sheath right there yeah. and couldn't find it. And yet there's nobody's DNA on it. So the wipe, whenever he wiped it down before... That doesn't matter if that's what he did. The only thing I can you think see what is I'm that, saying? Like it's, it's irrelevant yeah. because the DNA from the two dead people right. in the bed would be on it. The only well, thing if I he didn't think, wipe it down, if he wiped it down after they died, then he'd have it. The only thing I can think is that when they said there's no other DNA on it, what they were, what they meant was that no there's other no non-victims. other non-victim DNA. That yes, there's Kaylee and Maddie's on there, but we know that why that came from them. Yeah. Well, I mean, if that's what they're I'll, saying, I'll see the, the only person you see the wording, but. It was, right. Yeah, there's no other DNA. They might have been like, no other DNA besides I mean, You would think there. just be sitting there on the bed of how many people have been in the bed, how many yeah. people have sat there, like yeah. the list of things. And you guys, you guys it, it, he certainly wouldn't have wiped it down afterwards. Right, no, because then he know where it's at. Right. So all that stuff that you guys were talking about, oh, he had gloves on, I all guess, that, that's guess, nothing. That means no, nothing. He would have had to wipe it down before. Yeah. Right, I mean, even if he did wipe it down before, it would mean nothing now. Because it's well, in a right, bed that right. pe- clearly people had been in. Yeah. It's a party place, and there's two dead people bleeding in it. So either it was covered up well enough by the quilt or whatever, yeah, or just laying on a bed. And that the quilt didn't have other people's dead DNA skin. I mean, that's rough, right? I mean, that's, that's why they could easily mean that no other DNA besides the victims. Yeah. Like, yeah, there was blood on it, but we know where that came from. Which but, all right, so let's that. just say, do they wipe it? Who? The, the FBI. 
Do they test it, you mean? They wipe it because they know who it is, and if it's got a bunch of other people's DNA in it, then it gives them no reason to go to Koberger's dad's house to try to track his DNA. No, no, it would because the only non-victim's DNA. How do we know that? I'm well, saying we if that we, were that, the case. Right, we don't know that, but, that, right, but, but what there could be bad. that there's no other DNA besides his. Well, they didn't say that. Well, they did. Wait, What? They said there's no other DNA besides his, but I, that's what I'm saying. Oh, right. No other DNA besides his. Right. right. But it's in a bed that could have had, over the time, thousands of people in. Yeah. 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 And so they, they might have that. They might have... I don't but if it's got no 10 other people's DNA... Sure. ...than the two murder victims, and it gives them no reason to go to Coburgers. Sure. Yeah. Right? So if they say, oh, damn... This whole thing was wiped clean, except for underneath where we got only Coburger's DNA. I see now we have a chance to go to right, put this all together mm. and go to try to test these DNAs together. When if it had 100 people's DNA in it and one of them was sure. Coburger's, that's not enough yeah. to go check right. the DNA, right? right? Which is why defense will argue chain of custody exactly. over and over yeah, to make sure. sure. That, where I mean, was it? That's definitely part of the defense, too. Right. Is that the DNA is going to be like one of the... Crucial parts of the defense, I think. Yeah. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Well, there you go. There you go. I'll caught up on Brian Coburn. Learned a lot today. Now, I will say that after our uh, last discussion, you were asking about, you know, isn't it a little odd that they only found his DNA on the knife sheath? Mm -hmm. And I found an article from Newsweek, which, you know, it's not like it was a blog or comment section on Reddit or something. It's a Newsweek article. And they're interviewing lawyers. Now, apparently... The judge has told any lawyers that are representing family members or have anything to do with the case, any police officers who have anything to do with the case, they're not supposed to talk about it, at least at the time that this thing was written, which was a while ago. So they have to interview other lawyers sure. who can just say, hey, you know, as someone right. who deals with this stuff, this is what I can doing. tell you what I would be doing. Exactly. And they mention the fact that there was only DNA or that his was the only DNA on that sheath. Right. And that they are going to the defense will say that is very suspicious. And not only that. And I don't know if you knew this, Snow Cone, but when they originally sent the DNA off... What was that? Sorry, I'll turn that down to the other computer. When they originally sent the DNA off, uh, they sent it to a lab in Idaho or sent the sheath off, they didn't find anything. Oh, it's clean. So they sent it to another oh. lab in Texas, oh. and that lab in Texas... It, they found, found, found Hold the on DNA. a second. Mm-hmm. So wait, According so, to this article... So now, uh, they say, hey, look, we found the sheath at the crime scene. Crazy. It's in mm-hmm. a bed. That probably a million people have been in. Yeah. And it's under two dead people who have been stabbed. Yeah. And we'd like to send it to uh, get the DNA taken off it. And they come back and they say, and there's no DNA on it. No DNA? How's that even possible? They sent it first to the lab in Idaho. This is a quote from this person. They sent it first to a lab in Idaho, and the lab in Idaho couldn't find anything. So they thought this might be a dead end. No, well, yeah, uh, but then they're like, they hey, wanted desperately to tie the let's suspect double to this check knife with sheet. somebody else. And then so they, they sent the knife s- sheath to Texas to somebody else, and lo and behold, this it comes lab back with only one in different types of yeah, one person's DNA. And whose is it? Coburgers. Oh my lucky us! <laughs> he almost got away with it. But now we have the knife sheet. It's only got one person's DNA in it. We don't even have to look at anyone else because it's only got one person's DNA in it. It's obvious now. Mm-hmm. So now let's just go check them. Oh, my God. Check the trash. Oh, check the trash. That It doesn't have his DNA, but it's got his dad's DNA. Look at that. Well, now we can just piece this all together and Coburg can go to prison forever. And the lab in Texas... That's ridiculous. The lab ridiculous. in Texas... The truth is, he probably did it, 
And there's no way it's not a railroad job. He was going to get away with it. He was a criminal, yeah. uh, criminologist, yeah. PhD. And they right? knew that, and they're like, this son of a bitch, we're not going to let him get away. Yeah. The lab in Texas specialized in kinship DNA, which is where they do the familial searches mm. and all that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do that. Yeah, so they sent it to that lab next. According to this article, again, I would not heard this before, but and had you heard this, that they sent it to the lab in no, Iowa, and then I they had it. to send it to Texas? Mm-mm. So, I mean, that's what this one Newsweek article says that I found here. But um, they send it there because that lab can help you find relatives or whatever. And the lab uh, had only been used up to this point mm. for cold cases mm. because that's usually when you're doing familial stuff. It's like sure. oh, we don't have anyone in CODIS. We want to do, you know, uh, maybe yeah. we'll send this off to one of those places because every police department since the Golden State Killer have started reopening all these old cold cases where they had some DNA but didn't mm. have a match. And they've started sending it to these. Well, they just got lucky that second place really found only Kohlberger's DNA on it. You know what? I mean, without that, boy, we just may never get the killer. Here's a quote from Congratulations. a different lawyer. There's a detective in Idaho just like, thank God, boys. This is why we need the trial to happen right now. So this other lawyer answers. says, it's a problem for the prosecution if the reports are accurate and find the first lab did not match the DNA mm-hmm. to Kohlberger. That's a problem. Yeah, I would say that is That's a problem. problem. <laughs> that seems sure. like a problem to me. Even though familial DNA matches are new, the state is going to have to explain why the first lab drew a different conclusion. So I just wonder, you know, this article is from oh, a long time ago. Let me see what the date on this is. Uh, oh, this is from March of last year. Mm. So I'm just curious if any of that turned out not to be the case. But uh, the only information that we have is still all based off that same affidavit, right? Yep. So there wouldn't be any. No. Nope. They, they wouldn't have been able to clear that up. Yeah, I think they got a lot more evidence that we just, again, all they have to put in the PCA is enough to get a warrant. Well, if they have a lot more evidence, they should have given something more than <laughs> the than... super clean knife sheath except on the button snap. Well, I think we they found gave just That took us two car. different Well, they DNAs. gave circumstantial, yes. A car, yes. yeah. yeah they they he could be driving around, whatever. He's 15 minutes away. Okay. What? I mean, he could be. That's not enough to arrest. You think it's enough to arrest somebody? No, I'm not saying it is. I'm saying combined with everything. Combined with what everything? The cell phone records? The 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 fact that he's in the area is not enough. Okay. What gets them is the DNA. Mm -hmm. You know that and I know that. Him driving around ain't enough for them to go arrest him, is it? Before DNA... I think it might have been because most cases, you know, right. circumstantial. You were hoping well, for maybe, a fingerprint, okay, but, right now, but now, no way. Jury, juries don't want to get driving around, around, drove around no, eight times. DNA, no yeah. way. They want fingerprints or yeah. DNA yeah. now. They've watched CSI. Yeah. yeah, there's no way that they go get him. No way. Without that, that DNA is crucial. Mm-hmm. Crucial. Or else, yeah, I mean, they could be like, yeah, he drove piece. around. Who cares? Yeah, that's the biggest. Drove piece around there sure. all the time. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, he did like her. And I hate he to messaged her once on Instagram. That helps us. I think that could be the case they make, too, is that, yeah, he was stalking him, but he didn't kill him. Well, yeah, he could say he did like her. By the way, he liked her for, two. who knows, two years. He never mm-hmm. killed her. Yeah. So uh, what? He I drove think, around. He's a lonely guy. It's 15 minutes I away. I could see them saying that he was there yeah. and was stalking them that night, but he didn't go in and kill him. Yeah. But that DNA is way, that's how they get him. They're going to they're gonna have to say he was there. Because right DNA now they say he's evidence out for a drive. always, always requires a lot of trust. And that's always been an issue for me. It requires trust that the lab actually says the DNA was who the lab says it was mm-hmm. and that someone didn't pay them. And I know you can't start putting this out. There are a whole criminal justice system right. to fall apart. But it implies that the, the cops didn't put any DNA on a piece of evidence. I mean, yes, they take photographs, and there's supposed to be this whole chain of custody, but it's not like there's a video uh, mm-hmm. that's taken 24-7 from the time they walk in of that piece of evidence until it gets locked away in the evidence locker. We don't know who else touched it. We don't know what's happened to it. So it requires a ton of trust in law enforcement and the scientists 
And I'm not saying that, that DNA is fake or that a scientist can't figure out wh- whose DNA is whose, but I'm saying, is it possible that if somebody says, hey, we need you to tell everyone that it's this person's DNA? Or, hey, Bill, put some of his DNA on there before we send Underneath it to the lab. Underneath the button. Right, either one. After the, because there's no way they think the first one comes back with it. How'd they get his DNA? Well, that's what I'm saying. If, what do you if mean? Lazarus, how did they get his to put if, on the sheaf? Right. If Lazarus from thinks from his trash. Yeah. yeah well, that's all, I'm just asking. Yeah. From his it, trash. From a, from his car. From wherever they want. Once they get that mugshot and they think, okay, yeah. this guy's or you this know, picture of him who owns the car, and mm. they think this is our guy. We just saw a cell phone stuff. Anywhere. Then you can well, go I, get his I mean, DNA I mean, in his room. Like, but he was already like we know he was like putting his trash in personal bags. Anywhere. So. Yeah, but assuming he was doing it then too. But before then, they could have gotten into his room. Anywhere he's been. Anything. Anywhere he's been. Restaurant. The FBI's following him. Yeah, they could have gotten it off a plate that he was eating at a restaurant. They weren't following him until after that, though. We don't know that, though. That's again requiring trust. I don't know. They were following him from what they sent the sheet. That's not it. You're no, playing the what after this when the sheet got back. Yeah, that's the ahead. first time, not the second time, of course. They saying that's when they actually started following him according after to the they official. The they back. sent the sheet back the first time it came back with nothing. When so it comes back when it comes back from nothing, that's when they get his DNA. They obviously didn't your plan hy- it on the first in, place because it didn't have any it, on it. Okay. In your hypothetical, yes. Yeah. Right? He's That's saying, why, yeah. Snowgun was saying literally, though, they didn't start following him that we know of right. until after they had his DNA. Right. Which I understand. Right. Which <clears throat> then they would put on the sheath, right? He's saying yeah, what, what actually happened according to them. Right. Yeah. But they would... But, they know it's him. They put the, put it on the sheet. Yeah, that's and what it you comes and I are back. saying. You and I are saying They didn't start they following him before it came back clean. It comes back clean. They put the DNA on it. It comes back. It's got his DNA on it. They're following him. They need that DNA on the sheet to follow him. Right. That's in the in our hypothetical. You said right. how could they right. have done so it? How that's, they how they done that's how they, they do it. They're following him, but that doesn't. Exp- it doesn't explain why. I said, how would they get this DNA? You said they're already following him, but they don't start following him until the DNA no, comes back. No, 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 no. no. They're, they're already following him. The, the circumstantial evidence. The circumstantial evidence. Right, they're because of the white Elantra. Yeah. Okay. They've got the mug, the mug shot. They know <laughs> they've got the white Elantra. And they've had the Wazoo okay. cops looking after him. They send the sheath. The sheath comes back clean. They they're like, we need your boy's DNA, DNA on that sheath. Of yes. course. They already know who they're following. Okay. I mean, that's not a stretch at all. They've already been following him. They got him. the circumstantial evidence from the cell phone by of now. Of course. Mm-hmm. So they know he's circling around. They go, this guy's our suspect. Then, mm-hmm. hypothetically, if the system is corrupt, they could go get his DNA and plant of course, it on from that anywhere. sheet. After it comes back from the first lab clean, they're like, get some, put it on right. there, send it to a different lab. That and then, it's more, miraculously, more it comes back testing. with on it. We need one with more sensitive testing. Because <laughs> right. Idaho just doesn't have it. You right. Know? Exactly. All right, we've talked, we've talked enough today. Yep. We're out of hey, time. We, that was the Coburger special. Have we ever done a special before? That was I, don't think special. I don't think we have ever done a special no, before. Man, I, I had fun. I need to talk to Coburger's attorneys. <laughs> yeah. We'll Ann Taylor. On. Yeah. We'll try and get them Who on the soon. Ann Taylor. That's a, a lady? Public defender in Idaho, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Be oh, screwed. Public, it. public def- it's you said public uh, defender. Yeah, not it's because, not because it's, it's a woman. A lady, you sexist douche. Okay. Yeah, you're the sexist okay. douche. I'm the, yeah, that, I'm yeah, positive yeah. Johnny Depp's after, lawyer was good. So after you said, <laughs> I'm yeah. positive. So, so after you said it's a woman, and I said, no, you said yeah. public defender. I said you said that's a woman. You said Ann Taylor. I said Ann Taylor. And then you said public no. defender Idaho. And I and said, you said oh. is that a woman? And yeah, you said yes. and I said yes, and that's what you said. And oh, actually, great. at that point, I thought oh, maybe st- this is okay. Rewind the then tape. you said public defender, and yeah. I said, ah. Oh. People can rewind the tape. Snow, Snow Cone, you're in trouble there. Okay, it was you can rewind the tape. It was after it was you said, after you said is that a woman? No, public defender. After you said public okay. defender. After you said, by it. the way, Idaho public defender, I thought you said, there's no that? chance here. Did you yeah. say, is that a woman? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure you And then you said public defender. 
Yeah. Okay. And he said, because oh I said, oh, you said Ann okay. Taylor, and I said, oh, is that a woman? And you said, yeah, public defender Idaho. And then I went, well, Jesus Christ. Because I thought, mm. public defender in Idaho, I've had a public defender in Jacksonville, and he wasn't great. And I got to imagine Jacksonville's a bigger city than whatever city they have in Idaho. That was my thought. He's screwed. Literally screwed. And I would say that uh, you could say that I'm misogynistic, but my attorney is a woman. <laughs> true. So That's thank true. you very much. That's true. Yeah. Good point. Is yours? Yes. Okay, good. Yours? No. <laughs> All right. Mine's my sister, so yeah. Mine's my brother, so it just worked out that way. <laughs> All right, are we done? We're done. Right, I don't know who to say good show to in this Coburger case, so. Ann Taylor, stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.